What's up, everybody? Happy Friday. I hope this finds you in your power. Hell of an episode for you today. It is with my brother, my big brother, Kyle Turley, all pro NFL tackle, cannabis activist, revolutionary. This one is a deep dive down the rabbit hole exploring the darkness of this world. So I think you will find it interesting. Maybe a little triggering for some of you. I encourage you to hang in there. Challenge your own ideas. Challenge your own concepts. Kyle is a passionate, fiery human being with some strong views. But we need people like him. We need Kyle. We need the revolutionaries in our world to push the envelope of human experience and human consciousness, awareness, etc. So I think you will appreciate it and get a lot out of it. It was a lot of fun. I always love sitting down with my brother Kyle. Always makes for a great conversation. Before I send you off to this episode, be sure to check out invadercoffee.com for some of the best coffee in the world. If you love coffee, you will love Invader Coffee. It is organic, low acidity, air roasted, veteran owned. It's fantastic stuff. I look forward to it every day. Use code THEEBBINFLOW, all one word, to get 15% off your next order. And if you're in the mood for the most fantastic fungi on the planet, head over to wake.net. Use code EBBINFLOW to get 10% off and free shipping on your next order of lion's mane, reishi, turkey tail, cordyceps, or their comprehensive health blend. Some of the best mushrooms ever. I use them every day. They're fantastic. Lion's mane for your cognitive support. Reishi to help balance your hormones keep you in that parasympathetic state as much as possible, make you resilient. Cordyceps for oxygen intake, great for your workouts, great for your energy level. Turkey tail for your immune system, comprehensive health for all of the above. It's great stuff. I highly recommend it. That code is ebb and flow for 10% off and free shipping once again. So lots of love to you guys. Hang tough out there. Keep breathing. Let that energy flow. The world needs you. Have a fantastic Friday. Have an even better weekend. Love y'all. Enjoy. You have unlocked the eternal link to internal source. The key of imagination. Your admission. Access to the enlightened dimension. A gateway at the junction of darkness and light. The place at which the chaos of our conditioned frame of mind give way to a life in constant flux, only to be mastered through vigilant discipline. Peaceful times may come, testing times may go. This is the ebb and flow. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Ebb and Flow Podcast. I'm your host, Eben Britton. It's great to be with you all today. Uh, very excited about this conversation with my big brother, the man, Kyle Turley. Welcome to the show, man. 
Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. It's great to be with you again, brother. Absolutely, man. Yeah. It's always great to have you, and I'm so grateful that you made the trip up. Yeah. Or out. 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 You all out. are out here. Yeah. <laughs> you are out here, man, from where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. In the IE. Yeah. It's not a bad trip, though, you know. Coming How's up here. traffic? Is traffic? Right now, it's not bad. Like It's not bad. This time of day. Yeah. That's why I said, can I come early? Yeah, can no, I, I know. <laughs> but it seems like so the COVID, it seems like the COVID uh, lockdown traffic where nobody was on the road for like five months. That's, that's over. That's over. Over. People are rolling yeah. now. Rolling, trying to look for jobs. Yeah. Um, hustling just. <laughs> yeah. It, it was like it exploded all of a sudden. I know, it dude. Was, there was nothing. I it was know. so awesome driving the freeways. I was like, "Hmm, this this can't this might not be too bad." This is sweet. <laughs> we could do this. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome, man. Yeah. Well, for everybody listening, I've started this series uh doing a deep dive on cannabis and COVID. And you really sparked this idea, man, cuz our first conversation that we had shit, that was like 4 months ago now or something, or like sometime around May, um, you know, you you really started putting this idea out there that cannabis could be a treatment, a cure, a preventative for the coronavirus. And then, lo and behold, and everybody is fucking calling you nuts and saying, Kyle, <laughs> shut up. You're discrediting the community and yeah. saying all kinds of crazy shit. And lo and behold, all of this research starts to pop up. We've got the University of Nebraska in conjunction with the Texas Biomedical Research Institute looking up cannabis as a preventative for COVID. We've got multiple universities in Canada, University of Lethbridge, looking at how cannabis and CBD reduce inflammation in the lungs and help prevent the expression of this uh, transmitter ACE2, which which seems to be the the key of what's happening with coronavirus with the severe coronavirus patients. They're getting this flare up of this ACE2, and CBD goes into the lungs and blocks that shit from expressing itself, yep. which causes this whole cytokine storm that is what's killing people. Then the universe, then multiple. Uh, research institutes in Israel are doing studies on cannabis. They're talking about another research group is looking at cannabis as a potential vaccine for COVID. So this isn't just you talking shit, you know? <laughs> and like, like, I didn't think it ever was, honestly. <laughs> no, I know. I know you didn't, dude. I, you know, that was the biggest thing was the the lack of support right right from the industry yeah I, I couldn't believe the lack of support not only you know actually I could, not just the lack of support the the vitriol yeah. nature of the responses from the industry directly yeah. pushed an fda warning to my doorstep wow. think about this okay in all of the cases Go back to Al Capone and all these other things where government agencies are trying to suppress people 
in whatever it is they're trying to do, and they mm. go to tap their phones, they go to personally knock on their door, not going through the, the regulations of the law now, per se, and saying, okay, this random nature of our laws, you popped up on our radar. No, intentionally. There's mm. intent now mm. to suppress a person's personal viewpoint, mm. not a company's um, presentation, not a company's. We did nothing wrong as a company because people started, you know, coming at me because I started saying I have a CBD company. Yeah. And I started posting up things that <laughs> I've been posting for the last five years. Right. About yeah. the endogenous cannabinoid system yes. that we know about that the United States government has funded for over 50 years. Uh, in research, um, you know, directly through taxpayer dollars um, that has exposed that the immune system is in direct control of by the endogenous cannabinoid system. Mm. These things have been documented. Right. Yeah. I, like I said, I didn't know I wasn't, you know, speaking that. The, right. The, what I was saying was so outlandish. I right. thought this was a no brainer. Yeah. Yeah. And yet the people in the industry. I guess because of personal, um, you know, I guess greed, yeah. fear that uh -huh. they would lose their own companies, that the government might press some other new regulation on the industries because of you stepping across this line too far. Of all things, yeah. you know, a person step across a line and stand up for this plant for something, what I believe after understanding what COVID-19 truly is and that it is a minor respiratory virus. Mm. This is uh, CDC now has oh. come out to e expose the truth in this and the, the actual real statistics behind this that speak to the amazing ability of a just balanced immune system to defeat it. Yeah. To recover from this. Yeah. To never have to worry about COVID-19. Yeah. You know, let alone the potentials of true cannabis uh, um, uh, development in a medicine that could potentially keep us from all viruses, in a, you know, uh, a.k.a. a vaccine. Right. But there's an agenda out here. You yeah. Know, it's very clear. Yeah. I yeah. see it, and I know now that there are agents of forces that are in and on all sides mm. and you cannot trust any of these people yeah. from Washington DC to the cannabis industry that is supposed to be an industry that uh, supports each other and it has been proven to just be an unbelievable cannibalistic yeah. uh, you know industry yeah, yeah. it's crazy yeah, man. I think that I'm just trying to help people too. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Since day At the one. end of the day, I'm just trying to, and everybody knows it. Yeah. For the last six years, nobody's yeah. been screaming about this fucking plant more than me. Yeah. So uh, could I not get a pass here? Yeah. No, no, no. A direct response from the federal government: knock on the door, shut the fuck up, Kyle Turley. Wow. Here's a letter from the FDA. We did nothing wrong as a company. We proved it in our response back to the FDA. Mm. And I have proven through direct Twitter wars and everything of these people who have threatened through their contacts at the FDA to ensure that I receive a notice to cease and desist. That's crazy, dude. Crazy, bro. Fucking, crazy like if there was a, Kyle, if there's an attorney the out there that's worth a shit 
they will fucking fight for me in this case and that I have been personally attacked by the United States government agency of the, of the FDA through direct individuals, just like this, you know, crazy uh, stuff going on in our you know, government right now mm-hmm. with all this Russia, 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 and all these collusion, collusion, like, <laughs> and, and we want to go to a mail-in ballot scenario? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Are we that sure? Sense. Are we That sure? makes sense. We may have exposed all this potential, you know. It makes no corruption. sense. Corruption. Let, let, let's not demand that every person go in person and fucking vote. Whether you're in a wheelchair or overseas, you got to get back here, you know. I'm so skeptical, dude. <laughs> I, it's like you said, though. Isn't it fascinating how coronavirus, this whole thing, it's revealed how little we can trust any mainstream media source. You can't trust anything on social media. You can't trust anything you see or hear because it's it's just it's a maze of confusion. And it's built that way to confuse people. Yeah. And it's built that way to make us want to fight each other. Yeah. And for people in the cannabis, well, I think, you know, your whole thing, man, uh, you standing up because the world needs revolutionaries, especially right now, dude. America would not be a thing if it weren't for badass motherfuckers who are revolutionaries. Right. Who were like, we're going to go set up this new thing built on spiritual principles of truth all men are created equal life liberty and the pursuit of happiness freedom as a as a god-given human right exactly you know this we wouldn't be america wouldn't be a thing if it weren't weren't for revolutionaries not at all and so that's why i keep i keep saying that you know when through all of this ridiculous <clears throat> thing that they've got us all at each other like you're saying yeah right yeah and you know we keep Barking on these founding fathers and all of these things. It's like people want to associate founding fathers to just these this one group of white men. Yeah. Not the Tuskegee Airmen and not these other right. guys in these yeah. scenarios. Even in the Civil War, you know, uh, African-American patrols and platoons that were, you know, fought unbelievably bravely for this country, uh, uh, you know, to... Uh, you know, recent individuals who have been quoted, you know, prior to, you know, leaving us that, that they fought and bled and died for this country, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and, and it's because of people like that, that we are America. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we could quickly, you know, go back to being like, uh, all these other countries that yeah. everybody thinks are so great, but yet none of them have uh immigration problems yeah none of them have you know these issues that you know uh, face our country where people are fighting to get there to stay there yeah not to just go there take advantage of it and go back home right you know they're coming to here to live here to be here to grow here you know and invest in the american dream i don't think one immigrant comes here still not you know bumping some uh uh you know we're coming to America, yeah. you know, old school, totally straight man. up. You know what I mean? No, it's a great point, dude. I, you know, that is something that's really interesting. And they to signed me. documents that ensured slavery slavery would end. Mm. How? Why? You? Know, how? How is it that that a bunch of slave owners 
got together to say, hey, we're going to sign a document that ends this ultimately. I'm sure I can't imagine the uproar in the room. <laughs> I mean, my Mormon ancestors were uh, fought and, uh, you know, uh, pillaged uh, by the Missourians because Dude. they started talking about letting black people into the church, uh, uh, the Mormon church. Wow. And they said, not in our town, not up here. You're not bringing slaves up here. You know, th- these guys got together to create a document that in a meeting they all knew when they signed it would ultimately end slavery as we know it. Right. Because I think we're still enslaved in this whole media culture. Right. In slavery as we knew it and end ultimately the. What I believe is what we're going through right now, the. Attachment to the order, Mm. attachment to this ridiculous thing that we fought and uh, George Washington still paraded as one of those guys who was like, "Nah, we got to end this. Mm. We've got to end this. We've got to end this umbilical cord attachment to the to the the world order. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, yeah, that the, these people are sucking us dry. The King of England. The, and... uh, the, I'm more interested in the Sultan of Brunei. Oh, I'm more interested in people like you know the Saudis and all these individuals who, you know, we wow. we give billions of dollars to, yeah. and yet. They build. I, they use it to build islands off their coasts for rich fucks wow. that are turning out to be a bunch of uh, crazy pedophile blood <laughs> drinkers. <laughs> Apparently, I don't. know. <laughs> what the hell? It's so crazy, right? Dude, weird so crazy. shit, man. We're in that time. I think we're here. We're in that time. That's yeah. why we're here. Yeah. That's why you're here. That's why I'm here. Exactly. There ain't bro. no doubt, bro. Exactly. Well, this is Avengers in reality. No right? doubt. And there's oh, no and there's more of us as those movies played out than, yeah. than we know. Yeah. And more people need to start standing up yeah. for truth and light. Yeah. There's exactly. a darkness that's surrounding the world. Yeah. And everybody wants to believe that it's this, you know, visual thing that, you know, some crazy cosmic thing's going to happen and come down here and fucking, mm. you know, crash into the earth. <laughs> and they while they're while they're waiting for this, you know, and going about their day mundanely, you know, not really given a true care or think or belief that they could make a change in, mm. you know, the world by just being the light, you know, yeah. being the difference. Yeah. They just are waiting for this moment of the, waiting for the spaceships. They're waiting for, you know, all of this. Yeah. Instead yeah. of realizing that shit's going on right now yeah. in front of your eyes. Yeah. Open up the fucking books and these yeah. things are happening yeah yeah i know I, that's to me it's we've been lulled to sleep in this age of comfort people are people think people just take their lives for granted now yeah you know and people think that oh the masks aren't a big deal we'll take the masks off soon right. we'll get back to normal soon it's crazy? like, no, but you don't realize all of these signs, like we're sitting here in the WeWork, and I can't tell you guys how many signs there are. Yeah. I'm looking at a sign right now. Kyle and I are sitting in this little this <laughs> throw, little workspace. Throw pillows. Throw pillows that say, <laughs> keeping our spaces healthy together. Custom throw pillows. Six feet apart. Please keep a six-foot <laughs> distance between you and your neighbor. Please keep a safe distance between you and your neighbor. All over the place, man. 
It's insane. And you take for granted how that programs people's minds. True. Because for a lot of people, look, for guys like us, for people who are, quote unquote, I hate to use this word because now this is becoming like another sort of conspiracy theorist word. Because conspiracy theory was a word, a term invented by the CIA in the 60s when they wanted to uh, discredit people who were saying JFK's assassination was uh, an operation. Right. It was an inside job to right. get rid of this guy. Because as we know, I've forgotten to hang out with Bobby Kennedy Jr., who's the fucking man. And he said from the time his family, the Kennedy family, came to America... They were at odds with the CIA and the government. They've yeah. been trying to fucking get them out well, of yeah, here. Yeah, they were Irish. And dis- <laughs> right. And discredit them since the beginning. Yeah, we go back to the, the, the discrimination and all these other right, things. Right, right. They were Irish. And they your Irish. thing. Uh, so, you didn't have to be black to be discriminated against. But this term <laughs> of like being awake, like yeah. some people, you've evolved your mind to a level where you can see through the matrix and see, oh, that's weird. Yeah. That's some 1984 Big Brother shit yeah. going down. When you're driving down the road and you you drive down these freeways all throughout California and how many times do you see a sign that says face mask required, keep each other safe. Yeah. Dude, that does something to a person's mind and how they think and how they approach the world. You're creating this yeah. atmosphere of fear yeah. that we are not safe to be connected with each other. Yeah, 100%. Intercon- we are interdependent on one another as human yeah. beings, as creatures, as animals. I, so, and, and, we're, and our, again, to the science. I was talking I was right. with, I was with JT the Brick. He's the voice of the Raiders. Uh-huh. And I was on his radio show the other day. We were talking exactly about this. Mm-hmm. He, he's like, what, what do you mean no mask? Kyle, I'm going around telling everybody you need to wear a mask and all this and that. You know, and I'm wearing a mask and I got kids. And I, I need to worry about this, right, Kyle? And I, you know, I know JT. I know he, he, he's, he believe, he's just going with the flow. Right, and that, right. that's the craziest thing of it all is how much complicity yeah. it, so many people have been sucked into yeah. that it now has become normal, you know, mm. that it is required, mm. that it is something. It's like, why are you so afraid of me not wearing a mask if you're wearing a mask? Right. If you're afraid of it, that's fine. That's cool, man. But you, you don't, why are you so afraid that if I'm not wearing a mask? Right. You think I got it? I don't. I, yeah, you know, I have I no mean, symptoms. I, whatever. And even if I did, let's right. go to the science okay let's go to the science of this and you know our conversation was i told him i'm like if this was the 1980s to the statistics to the science of covid19 and what it has turned out to truly be per the cdc per the the governing bodies that understand this that are registering statistics that this has turned out to be something that if this was the 1980s all of our parents would be getting our kids together to get it Right. Like, like it was the chicken pox, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, we used to have chicken pox parties the when I was a kid. Parties. They would bring kids over to, oh, my kid's got chicken pox. Let's bring, bring them all them over. over. Bring all the kids get over. It. Everybody needs to get this right yeah. now because if you get it and get it over with, then you won't have it down the road, yeah. you know, because you needed to have it. We, we're so stupid. Well, isn't that. We it? don't need to have any of this. Yeah. Period. Yeah. That's why I talk about cannabis, you know, so much. That's it, why I totally have man. been out there to not be afraid to say this could cure COVID-19. 
2019. And everybody's, oh, you can't say that. You right. can't say that. Why can't I say that? This is a minor respiratory virus, okay? Right. The CB1, CB2 receptor enacted in the lungs, even through just vaping cannabis, mm. could completely destroy this disease. Yeah. Uh, in the cytokine storm scenario that you spoke about, this is unbelievably applicable as emergency medicine. Yeah. Uh, the studies are over and again proving that cannabis is the way, the truth, and the light to igniting human health, yeah. true human health. The studies that continue to expose the word homeostasis. Yes. That is what's related to cannabis. What more do you want in your body than to be in homeostasis? Yeah. Nothing, period. Not one pharmaceutical out there represents this to the human as a medicine. Mm. Not one thing mm. does this. Every one thing over-escalates your immune system, right. boosts it up, doesn't balance it, overshoots the mark, which creates all kinds of other scenarios that are potentials that could be decreasing your ability to recover from a virus, a simple virus that is just creating simple flu-like symptoms, according to the experts mm -hmm. that are unbelievably recoverable by through and through cannabis. Yeah. Unbelievably recoverable. Yeah. You don't have to die from this disease. No. And the people that are dying are those who can be tracked directly to unbelievable medications that are destroying their immune system daily. Mm. The use of all of these things that these people are all representing in pre-existing conditions. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. If you're not one of the 6%, right. which I think is still even BS, yeah. that this is anything more than this year's version of the flu. Yeah. And everybody should be getting this. We have to build immunities. That is why we are strong. That is why we are many. We do not have a population problem in the United States of America. Does China have a population problem either? All of these viruses continue to ironically come out of China. When was the last one where we had so much turmoil in America? Yeah. The China virus, ironically enough, in 1992. What's the irony of that? Rodney King. Okay. These people continue to use this to yep. divide us. They yep. continue to use this to drive this idealism of that there is a need for ultimate supremacy by a governing body. Yeah. Okay. People think there's Democrats and Republicans and there's not. There's one bird. That's it. And it's flying and it's been flying. And it's mm. been flying since we brought you know, people want to talk about all these statues and all this of people who fought in American wars for American uh, ideals, good or bad, bled and died on this soil for this country. And yet we allow we're not talking about the structures in San Diego on the military base that are created and formed ironically and conveniently. Uh, for strategic purposes, it seems, in the shapes of swastikas mm. and the truth of us bringing over all of these people mm. from that scenario that had a mindset that was built on supremacy, mm. embedded and ingrained on not getting out of line and not disrupting the order and 
that is how that all started. And it is happening in America right now. And yeah. there's a true fight and a battle going on, I truly believe, between that. That whole Marvel Comics shit that got into <laughs> Hydra and all these other oh, things. Yeah. These are just code words for Nazis. You Project know? Paperclip. Project Paperclip is very real, bro. And these people. Of course. It is unbelievably real. And not only that, all of the, we didn't just bring over their poor scientists that were forced to do all right. of these sadistic, heinous, heinous experiments on They've been people. exposed, these individuals with these scars on their faces, mm. okay, that were said to be very explicit people directly associated to the fewer, mm. okay, and his desire for this type of sadistic mm rule yeah. and governing yeah. okay these people were brought here well, and not only that the rest of their members of their army were brought here yeah. and placed into camps for oversight and indoctrination mm -hmm. and then let loose in america yeah there yeah. were madison square garden was packed to the house to the top in during and in, in that around that time with rallies Mm. marches in the streets we we don't talk about people are right we don't talk about american history enough yeah okay and what it truly was is and the fight that hasn't ended to yeah. you know liberate this country truly and get back to what it is those guys thought they fought for right george washington i know for a fact he refused the Democrat Party, the Republican Party. He yeah. said, the only way I'm doing it is through the Federalist Party. Okay, fine. I'll be the president. Because mm -hmm. they wanted him to be the king. Yeah. And right. he's the only one in all of this stuff where these people you see in these videos that they put out, they portray as someone who was opposed to dressing our country in all of this symbolic bullshit. That goes back to complicity in a world order. Mm. This yeah. is America, and Americans need to start standing up for it. Black, yeah. white, Asian, brown, who, everybody. Yeah. We're yeah. here. We're the people, and that's what this country's about, the people. Absolutely, man. This is not— I remember, uh, I remember learning about that in elementary school and thinking to myself, you know, well, if anything, if any shit ever pops off— we the people have the power to take this country back. Yeah. It's built in. The it's only country that does society. Yeah. We can Second go. Amendment. <laughs> I mean And voting. You we know? forget that, dude. Yeah. And we've gotten so disillusioned from it that we think, like you were saying, like so many people think that oh, it's okay. It'll it'll take care of itself. We'll be okay. Yeah. Are we? We're going to be fine. Be Let's okay. have football in the spring. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's not going to be another flu season come around this fall. Yeah, yeah exactly. We're just going to have this vaccine from Bill Gates. It's going to cure everything. It's going to make everything good. But we then we're going to have to get another vaccine yeah. six months later because that vaccine will wear off. And yeah. then we'll get another vaccine. Yeah. It's so we'll ending. just shoot each other up all day. And Has we'll anyone fucking... seen? Have you seen? Has anyone seen a reprieve from this? It's continued to be, to me, an escalation yeah. event. Yeah. There has never been a de-escalation in no. this process, in no. this event that they have even stated, and Trump's cabinet has stated, we are in a, what did he say, Pompeo, what did he say, exercise. Mm. 
What did he say? He said that. An exercise. God. What? Fuck these people, man. <laughs> yeah, I agree, dude. It's insane, dude. It's up to us, man. So that's That's why that. we talk about cannabis, man. It's the only thing that can save it. Yeah. Only no, thing I agree, Kyle. I it, totally agree. It can fix agree. these crazy brains, man. So that thing you were saying, if for anyone listening who hasn't seen this, the CDC very quietly, and you won't read this on, you won't read this, you won't see Anderson Cooper talking about this, you won't see any mainstream media talking about this, but the CDC recently updated their statistics on COVID-19 deaths. And they said 94% of COVID-19 mortalities, deaths, had comorbidities. So that's other deadly uh, pre-existing conditions such as hypertension, obesity, diabetes, or dementia. Only 6% of COVID-19 mortalities had no other underlying conditions. On average, a person to die with COVID-19 had 2.6 additional diagnoses. Deadly diagnoses. <laughs> so that's 6% of 153,000. We're talking about... Not like, just, just diagnoses. Yeah, we're talking... Because that's what the argument people are going... Well, they could have lived with those diagnoses. Oh, really? <laughs> Really? Yes. What are the death rates on obesity and diabetes and high blood pressure in this country? They're yeah. astronomical and nobody gives a fuck. No. Especially when you get the flu. Nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, I know. Um, so. And then that- we go to. I, I, I personally, I just go to the sources. Okay. Because we're in California. These people back east keep talking about this extreme, you know, scenario at these hospitals. Right. I don't, it's not happening here. It's not happening in these areas. My my father-in-law, when they said that all these hospitals were being overrun in Denver in the emergency rooms when they had an outbreak, supposedly, my father said, I'm going to go check this out. He lives in Golden. He's, I'm going to go check this out. He drove around to all the hospitals in Denver that day to find one, and he couldn't find one that was halfway busy. That didn't look like people were just standing out in the front fucking off and just right act, doing right. nothing. And that's the consistency that every person I know that works at a hospital has right. has continued to uh, reiterate and yeah. say that's a, my cousin works at uh, Riverside Community Hospital, mm. Riverside, California, amongst millions of people. Okay, yeah. there's four million people in the Inland Empire. Uh-huh. Riverside Community is right dab in the middle of it. One of the biggest hospitals can serve. It has over f- about 500 beds or rooms um, in this hospital. It's huge. Okay, he's it's been a ghost town yeah. through this. Yeah. He said they've had maybe a hundred total cases that they said were COVID that have come in and all these people were sick with other things. And he is not even really working at the hospital anymore. He's being enlisted to go and in and out of LA to Mm. go to hotels to service the homeless Mm. and, and take care of these scenarios because they're so underworked and don't have anything for them to do at their hospitals that he says, we're seeing thousands of people a day down to now hundreds of people a day. Uh My other friend who works at a big hospital uh, uh, up in central California that saw, he said, 2,500 patients a day is now down to 200 patients a day. And he said, when I asked him, I said, how many COVID patients have you serviced at your hospital through this thing? And he said, zero. 
I was like, what? He is. He runs the hospital, dude. This is this is insanity. That is, dude. The other thing is, uh, uh, hospitals know. are incentivized monetarily. They're yeah. given more money when they claim they have COVID patients. Yeah. It's a difference of literally nineteen thousand dollars per patient versus thirty five thousand dollars per patient yeah. that they're given by the state or the government, whoever that is that funds them. Yeah. For saying this person has COVID. And the drugs they got now coming out that they're going to get everybody in on, right? They're, it's like $30,000 a year or something like for that. For these medications. For these medications. It's insane. Yeah. I, can, I, can, I, I, I know. <laughs> it's such a ridiculous. And then the, for what? What is this for? What is this for? What is your medication for? Right. How does it work? Right. How does hydroxychloroquine work? Oh, well, the uh, hydrochloric acid, it goes in and it kills bacteria and <laughs> viruses and stuff, we think. <laughs> and literally, that's what these things ultimately end up saying is we think. Right. Because it's okay? all theory. How does cannabis work? Oh, well, let's get into that. Yeah. Brrr, let's talk about all these real <laughs> things. The endogenous cannabinoid system, all these receptors throughout your body, how yeah. it implements, how it achieves its success and defeats viruses and cancers and stops seizures from happening and all these other things. Yeah. Man. It's insane, dude. Well, that's, I mean, that, you know, to me, Kyle, some of the arguments I've heard, people, so when you started talking yeah. about that, you started talking about cannabis and how it can cure, treat, prevent COVID. Everybody got up in arms. A lot of people I saw were getting up in arms about, you know, using the word cure and that misleads people. And I'm just thinking to myself, you know, where do we draw the line with, um, you know, you've got to push the envelope. You've got to push the conversation in this direction. And so, and it, and it goes to this other thing that I saw this article that Forbes published that said, don't do your own research. <laughs> yeah, trust the experts. Who, and that's, you know, part of the issue <laughs> I is. I love that. I love yeah, that one. Right? And it's like part yeah. of the issue is. So we're just going to give up all of our cognitive sovereignty to these perceived experts who wear the lab coats, who are in there doing all of these studies, which when you really think about it, how do they test if a vaccine even works? Yeah. How do you test? You start injecting people with a vaccine and it creates all of these intense side effects. Yeah. But then how do you go about seeing in real time how this vaccine, this amalgamation of heavy metals and animal fetuses and <laughs> weird de- genetic matter that they just pu- they just like mash up into this vaccine fluid. How do you see in real time how that eradicates another disease? Right. Or how do we legitimize the idea that you take a uh, a syringe filled with disease and you inject it into somebody and that's going to prevent them from getting a right. disease. Right, because that's what they did to us in the NFL. Right, they, over and over They again. threatened us with fines. Yeah. All, I, they threatened us with fines constantly. If we didn't take the flu shot and we got sick. Oh, my God. And missed practice or games, 
they literally told us if you don't take the flu shot and you get sick and you miss practice or a game, we will find Find you. you. Yeah. So for for my decade in the nine seasons, every so nine nine seasons, I got flu shots Mm. and I got sick every every time time. with the flu. I had to play sick in games every year. Because I got the flu shot. Yeah. Because I trusted these people. Right. I trusted these people with all the opiates they gave me. I trusted these people. They would sit on the back of the plane and on the bus with us and tell us it's no big deal. We would talk to them about this. I remember vivid conversations of sitting with the team doctors in the back of the plane on, on ways back from the games after they've handed us these drugs. And representing to them man you guys give these out in frequency like it's really easy (laughs) to get these drugs from you guys like what what what, what's really the long is there dangers to this literally having this conversation with doctors on the back of the nfl plane on the way home from a game Uh. having gotten from them these said drugs and they literally tell you to your face that no you got nothing to worry about nothing to worry about all right man Nothing to Short worry about. Short term, you'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing in here. You guys are working enough. You're sweating enough to get all this bad stuff out of it. You know, all that. You know. right. Literally told us that these were fine. Mm. You know, I mean, you ta- saw it to the extent of you know, the, the Tordal line in the oh, locker yeah. room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I, th- these people are insane, man. They're truly insane. They believe in man more than they believe in God. They, they have completely deviated away from yeah. what is nature. Natural, natural, working, how to operate the human body. When you're talking about, you know, medicine, you're talking about science. They have completely deviated through this idea that they can discover something about medicine that hasn't been discovered yet through the connections that we have had for thousands of years. That as soon as we got put here, it got put here. And yeah. this is curing disease left and right by the millions around the world. Yeah. Nothing has proven more to deserve the attention of the medical community than cannabis. Yeah. The, the all hands on deck attention of the medical community. Nothing has proven. No, there is no death rate. Mm. No death rate. They've, they've patented it as the only neuroprotective substance on the planet. Okay. There's no other neuroprotective patents in the world. No one has yet to dis- to discredit that statement that I have been screaming about for the last six years after discovering this. Okay. <laughs> Not one other patent exists for anything as a neuroprotectant on the planet yeah. by any governing body, scientific group, agency, universities, research. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. Has been patented as a neuroprotectant. Other than cannabis, as a, by the United States government, so is it, an, it, it is an intentional, intentional disregard for the truth, a yeah. disregard for true human health. It is an in, then an intent to control the human health uh, yeah. scenario here for us as a people because of whatever their sadistic purpose is, yeah. and that is to either. Uh, Using us as experiments to yes, that's you know, what I was going to say. Move forward, society, you know, in some plan they don't, they can't tell us about, you know, because of all this bullshit, right? That they that they, they that they fear, or their space plans, you know, like Blade Runner. There, we're 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 continuing to develop as some, you know, uh, 
thing that that hadn't you know they've been hadn't been able to figure out or unlock the ability to transfer uh you know mass and everything into space and work in space and do all these other things that they keep continuing to want to go do you yeah. know it's like that this there's a true separation and i think you know the conspiracy thing is out there uh you know what what, well, what is this you know it, it's out there yeah. so so there's a line here of of that you have to recognize that you're fighting against a true fight good against evil yeah it's it's here yeah man these people are evil the these dark people, forces the, I, watch just turn on your television and they are allowed yeah to promote these poisons to us yeah. daily yeah they are allowed to promote these things that they know are going to kill x amount of people every year right we're, we're wearing masks for 150,000 people, according to them, but it's actually only 6% of that. Right. Okay. We're like marrying, 9, we are wearing masks around the world yeah. for a curable, treatable virus that at the end of the day, even if you did nothing, that 99.9% .9 of people are going to survive. Yeah. And do what? Not survive and be weak. Survive and build immunities for the next one coming down the line. This is their plan. Yeah, I, 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 it's it's hard to not go into the conspiracy, know, we, the we, quote unquote, the truth. Yeah, yeah, the truth. It is the. It's truth. hard to go into the truth. I don't call it conspiracy. No, this no, you're truth. right. You're right, man. It's hard to go into the truth. People don't want to accept the truth. Yeah, people who are programmed thinking that our government is here to keep us safe. And our mainstream media is objective still, and they, they're not funded by all the corporations that make money off of us being sick and ill and on the verge of death. Mm -hmm. They're telling us all the right information, man. Yeah. So everything that you say, anything ulterior to that that kind of looks behind the curtain that goes, wait, who's pulling the strings on all this, mm -hmm. man? That gets deemed as this quote-unquote conspiracy theory. But at yeah. the end of the day, this is fucking business. This is fucking their agenda yeah. of control. And I don't understand. It what comes back to that thing, you know, you the know? Project Paperclip shit. <laughs> or the Western, or at least the American medical system. It's a fucking, we're being experimented on, dude. I, I can't see any other uh, explanation for it. You know, and people want to go. In, in medicine, in health, and things that have happened in medicine. Forget all yeah. the other conspiracies of what it's truly driving towards and all right. of the racial things and, and uh, this mask and all that. Just yeah. in the medical thing alone. Yeah. I saw this other great quote the other day. I want to bring it up uh, because I thought it was so perfect. Because... I don't know if you've had this experience, Kyle. I think you probably have. Um, but, you know, you can... It is incredibly... Shit, I can't find this quote. But it was basically, you know, if you go into your doctor's office yeah. and you're suffering from something you're in pain uh you get a lot of headaches you anything anything and you might say to the doctor like hey man you know i feel like maybe i'm i'm eating something that's fucking me up like my food is maybe off or maybe it's i feel like every time i take this medication that you've been prescribing me i get this feeling 
you'll get literally laughed out of the office because they'll say, ha well, that doesn't have anything to do with it. Yeah. We'll give you another pill yeah. that'll take care of all of that. And, and you know, the, the, I, and look, man, doctors, what they told me every time, right? Every right, time, dude, because it, it's, every time there's a pill for that. They have an answer. If, it, if it's not this one, it's that one. Because there's no way that your body is this intelligent organism that knows what when shit's off inside of it. Yeah. And so when you give look, man, and, and for everybody out there on paper, medications, prescription drugs, vaccines, they look like a great idea because sure. Who doesn't want to think that you could take this one molecule and treat this thing in your body? Sure, that's great. That sounds so good. But the reality of how your body functions is when you take that medication, you take that one molecule to treat that one thing, and you put that inside your body, then that throws off this other thing. Yeah. So now you're out of whack. And why cannabis is so important and so crucial to our well-being, no matter where you're at, if you have trouble sleeping, if you have trouble fucking digesting food, if you have trouble, you know, getting out of bed because you're in so much pain or your energy levels are off, cannabis, and it comes off, and this is kind of the other thing that I think people in the cannabis industry, when you started talking about this stuff, got all freaked out because they're like, oh, Kyle, you're... You're you're sending us into the snake oil category, brother. Yeah. You're a snake oil yeah. salesman, man, because you're saying that this shit can treat everything. And it's like, wait, wait, what the fuck do we know? The endocannabinoid system literally <laughs> is responsible for yeah. how we deal with pain, our sleep cycles, our mood, our appetite, along with keeping us in hormonal balance or homeostasis. Yeah. And modulating all these various aspects of our system. Everything. So let's take that fucking, that that idea of snake oil. You got to throw that out the fucking window, man. Because cannabis is literally, it's so complex. And it's so intelligent. And there's so much fucking to it. It's like, when you say that it can treat everything, how does it treat everything? It treats everything by keeping your body in balance. And the thing is, I wasn't even saying that it, if people listen to what I'm talking right. about, <laughs> right. it has nothing to do with it. Right. <clears throat> what this exposes is what it has everything to do with. Yeah. It exposes the endogenous cannabinoid system. That is what is at work here. Yes. That is what we're talking about. Yes. The thing that develops at week 14 of a developing child in the womb. Okay. Mm. Week 14 of gestation, the endogenous cannabinoid system develops. It can be considered, and these crazies that want to debate when life happens in a womb, they can even go back. They don't want to talk about it so much that they won't even go to that one fact that they could put it on. Mm. That could say, okay, you want to put a fucking date on this shit for abortion rights and all these other things. Week 14. Mm. Do it before week 14 because inception of the endogenous cannabinoid system is the inception of life. Mm. Okay. That is when God comes in. That is when you come in to this developing fetus. All right. Inside this womb that God has made happen through your mother and father in this scenario here to 
ignite and boom, this thing happens. Week 14, everything's working. Let's work. Let's get this going now and do that. Then all of these things then from all of these other things that kids have problems with in development start to happen because Mm. of big pharmaceuticals, what they don't want you to find out and how we got to autism, how babies started all of a sudden in masses born with autism and ADHD and all of these things that Mm. weren't the case prior to the pharmaceutical industry. And as soon as a woman gets pregnant and has a baby developing inside of her, they start getting what all these prenatal vitamins, all these medications Mm. from these doctors and what happens. Okay. Mm. We have all these horrible statistics that are now being recovered through cannabis and people are applying this around the world and proving it left and right. Yeah. The the, the exposure of the cannabinoid system is very much the cause of why I'm saying Mm. what I'm saying, exposing cannabis, that it exposes this. Because this is the truth. Yeah. We cannot talk about this plant if you don't want to. You don't, we, that's what they're mostly afraid of, mm. is when you start talking to them about, we don't have to talk about this plant. We could draw, just like stem cells out of a human body, our own endogenous cannabinoids, mm. our own CBD, our own THC, our own CBN, CBG, THCA. All of these cannabinoids, ironically, are, could come from us in a super- cannabinoid that comes from the human body that we could extract directly you know and maybe that's you know the biggest part of it is that these people know this as they continue to say we need more time and research and yet they still have we're just now getting to dropping schedule one potentials here with certain bills in play by guys like matt gates and you know all of matt gates matt gates a uh, congressman from florida Uh. panhandle and he and you know Republican, and he's the only guy. I, I met him up in D.C. lobbying, doing some lobby work. He's the only guy that's presented a bill to uh, get rid of uh, Schedule One. Why? And is it's it, sitting on the floor. Why is it so? Like what, a, Kyle? I mean, they don't want us to know dude, the truth. Yeah, let's take Period. this dude in Nebraska, <laughs> Governor <laughs> Ricketts or whatever. Yeah, you saw it's that. Like, Dude. Yeah, you saw that. Where? Unbelievable. How are we electing people who are so out of touch with reality? How do you, at this point of the conversation, okay, how do you make a statement like that if you're supposed to represent yourself as an educated person? The statement, by the way, everybody, is this governor, Governor Ricketts, he said there's no such thing as medical marijuana. Yeah. That's what he said. And it's just, it's mind-blowing, dude. It's well, mind-blowing. Literally, a border separates him from the answer. Right. Colorado. Yeah, yeah. Okay? It's right there. But even beyond that, like, dude, how are you so out of touch? You're, the state university, Nebraska University, is leading the charge in one of the main cannabis <laughs> as... Medicine for COVID nineteen studies. I know, I know. Yeah, like, it's insane. I these people understand. hold these positions of power. It's an intent, man. It's an intent to allow chaos. Okay, we could have order, but in their eyes, in their in their very simple minded eyes, or complicit, strictly to a governing body, 
of a world order. Okay, mm. we've got to accept this, mm. and we've got to fight against it yeah. somehow. Yeah. And in America, it seems to me the only way that happens is by continually having more and more people wake up to cannabis. Mm. Because if you wake up to cannabis, you're not in fear of a virus. Yeah. You wake up to cannabis, you're not in fear of an economic collapse. Mm. Okay? The cannabis industry has shown to be insulated, yeah. unbelievably insulated yeah. through this. Yeah. Okay? So the future is bright always yeah. with things that help people. Yep. And things that we can continue to do and expose to people so that they wake up. Mm. It, it's very difficult to not go down the rabbit hole. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a very. Well, it is a rabbit hole. Because it is. Yeah. And, 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 and like, you can go down super far. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I kind of encourage people to do it. Yeah. But, but understand, tie a rope to your waist. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Totally, dude. Tie a rope. Totally, bro. Because you're not these people. They keep going and they get involved in this stuff, man. And they, they, you get down there, and then you find yourself getting caught up in all of that mess, and then you're going to lose your soul. Yeah, yeah. Well, cannabis. (laughs) No, dude. But you're so Kyle. You're so on point, man. Because at at to someone who doesn't know, if you haven't done your research and you don't understand what cannabis is and you still think it's like this party drug right yeah it sounds kind of crazy what you're saying but like you said once you start going down that rabbit hole brother you go cannabis without a doubt is a gateway drug man it's a gateway to fucking truth yeah and it's a gateway to the light yeah because not only not only in its in its physical form and what it can provide to the human body as medicine, food, uh, industrial uses as clothing, shelter, etc., fuel source, but the concept of cannabis and what our government has done to cannabis over the years, over the last, you know, since the 1930s, you go, what else are we being lied to about? What are yeah. what are we being lied to about? Yeah. We've been lied to about everything. Yeah. Everything. We're just completely lied to. 100%. Because of what what are the reasons? What are the reasons? Is it is it that they're worried for our well-being? No. 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 Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> is it that yeah, they're worried that, <laughs> they're worried about us taking control of our health and well-being? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Are they worried about losing control of the masses? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know, and so it's like, my God, dude. It's just a regurgitation, dude. It's it's all it is. You go. It's unfortunate that religion has bastardized religion. Uh, uh (laughs) That's what I like to say. You know, it's unfortunate that these religions out here have bastardized Jesus, have bastardized religion as to what it means to the people uh-huh. that believe the believers, yeah. uh-huh. the true believers, the believers, yeah. Yeah. the believers, those who believe in a higher power and a true yeah. existence for them and a connection between them and God that doesn't, that allows them to live not in fear. Yeah. That allows someone to stand up in front of anything and whatever the consequence may be. I'm accepting of that. This is my life. God gave it to me. He'll take it away from me when he's ready mm. or she, whatever's out there. Right. They've bastardized this concept of a connection to a higher power in that 
so many people now are so complicit in these religions and groups, fraternities, orders, all of this madness that they are separating themselves continually uh-huh. from God. Yeah. From what what they should know, and that is that they're independent. They have a true power. They find so much more power in movements and causes and all of these things, groups, you know, yeah. societies, etc. You know, neighborhoods, uh, you know, ghetto versus suburbs. You know, we've got to fight for the, we've got to keep low income housing out of suburbs. We, we've got to keep, you know, get, get rid of the police in the in the ghettos. Right. <laughs> like uh, th- this madness that there is no common ground mm. is what these people want to drive. Yeah. Because they want control. Yeah. That's period. End of story. Yeah. It's nothing but control and power play yeah. nothing especially in this scenario with COVID-19 has proven otherwise yeah. to be the case yeah. the statistics, the science, everything the just the madness that we see every day when we turn on the TV yeah. I'm not a Republican, I'm not a Democrat I think this is just mad. I think there's high potential that they're just going to give this thing over to and have teed it up so perfectly to give it over to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris because they're store-bought people right just like potentially Trump is on one yeah. other side. Yeah. I saw it firsthand. I was in DC. I, I got invited into the cloakroom. Okay. With these assholes who this is a bar. This is a joke to them. Uh-huh. They have a bartender in a corner right outside, right on the other side of the wall of a secret door that flops in and out. And they're okay? just hanging out together. And they're serving up drinks Laughing and they're smoking cigarettes. Uh. Sitting there telling me, oh, I'm, I am for the CBD, uh, but I'll tell you what I am for. I'm for the Charlotte's Web CBD. I'm, I'm not for that marijuana stuff. You know, right. like, who the fuck asked you? Yeah, what are you talking f- this about? This is America. We're talking about freedom here. We're talking about let, let alone what the medicinal truth is behind this plant that you just spoke out of the left side of your fucking face yeah. without any context, without any knowledge, education, anything. Witness people give their card to another guy and say, can you go vote for me right now? I'm going to go grab a drink. <laughs> Literally fucking happened. While I'm standing there and the door, because they think I'm one of them. Uh-huh. Apparently. Yeah. I'm one of these because I'm what? White? Uh. I don't understand it. Mm. Because I what? I got some Florida Lee tattoos on me. <laughs> I played for the fucking Saints. Okay. <laughs> All right. The NFL shield on me because it's some fucking same design of fucking some bullshit that you decided you you wanted to try to be a part of. Right. This is my life, dude. Okay. I'm here for this. I'm here for God, bro. And that's one thing and one thing only have been since day one. You're not going to get me. You're not. I'm not going to be, you know, this person who's going to sit here and throw up fucking diamonds and sixes for you, dude, and blow Uh. it in the sky. Okay. I'm not getting involved in that. I wear a ring because my wife fucking bought it for me. And I believe there's a higher power that says, you know what? They got it fucking wrong. Uh, And we need to start taking this shit back, man. Yeah. All of these people, whoever they are, need to fucking wake up because George Washington, that's the guy you need to listen to. Mm. That's the guy that you need to listen to when it comes to what America is supposed to be. Mm. Not all these other guys that created this two-party system that has driven us to insanity, dude. Yeah, it's 
I don't even know what I'm fucking talking about right now. <laughs> I've segued so no, far. No, no, dude. In, I know. Into, into Let me bring it in. again Kyle. because of this stupid shit. Well, it like, doesn't have to happen. Yeah. Yeah. We can own society. We can take control of our lives through cannabis. That's why they don't want us to have it so badly. Yeah. And I think that's why certain politicians have helped try to fight for it, to get it to where it is so that more people can have it for this fight. Hmm. So more people yeah. like you and me would wake up to this. Yeah. Not these morons who fought against me in the simple science of well wasn't that so you know, revealing about yeah. the people involved in cannabis because they, like they just want money like that's you, all they exactly want. they it's told me business. kyle be quiet it's a business. kyle stop saying what you're saying please whereas you're like this is this is a gift from god like, i'm on the, the i'm on the hell? destiny path here dude yeah. i don't give a fuck about the business nothing this is about truth yeah and life. They can't, they can't grasp it, man. I don't understand it. People get so greedy. Well, just to bring it back, Kyle, because you were on, I, everything you said made complete sense. And it's part of this thing of through, and politics is really the beginning of the maze of confusion. Because they compartmentalize politics so people don't know what's going on in there. They're making decisions every fucking day. They're sitting down, having hearings passing bills writing bills putting forth bills and legislation to do x y and z and do all kinds of things to orchestrate what this country is and to build this structure yeah. and they say oh yeah yeah you people down there you little people you can't you don't want to be bothered by all this business that we're doing up here mm -hmm. so it disconnects us from that and then with social media it's a further disconnection because now and then you know what was so brilliant here, don't worry about the mass. We'll give you all this money here. Right, we'll right. send you checks in the mail. Yeah, and the misinformation <laughs> about and your the, job that you're never getting back, and the nonsense, and it's it's to keep us from having our feet on the ground of what's real. Yeah, because when you look at it and you go and you start to educate yourself on cannabis, and you go, oh well, I'm a guy who believes in science. I believe in science, so. Let's talk about the science of cannabis. It's all there. It's been there. Been there. It's been there. Our federal government. I'll say it again. I'll say it till I'm fucking dead. Our federal government has a patent on cannabinoids as neuroprotectants and antioxidants. That means they have seen through scientific research yeah. that the, these, mo these compounds, these molecules, the cannabinoids, actually help protect our brains from damage and help our brains heal from damage. That's just a starting point. Isn't it funny how people you present that's just a patent thing to them? They just go, "What, what does that mean?" Oh, yeah, what? what? I don't. Under, I don't know and what that those, means. And then those. Oh, but you believe in science. But then even those who want to argue with you go, "Well, you could file a patent on anything." Oh, really? And I'm sure the <laughs> United States government just sat around, like you said, in a meeting and yeah. just decided, you know what? Let's file a patent on cannabis as a neuroprotectant yeah, and let's antioxidant. Do that. And, 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 and when we know there's nothing else out there in the world that we've discovered as a neuroprotectant. It doesn't make sense. But it's to keep us from having our feet on the ground. The truth is in understanding where they're going. Okay? Mm. And where mm. they're going is towards cannabis. Okay? Uh -huh. There's companies like Naramco. Okay? Uh. Company named Naramco. You can look them up. I think it's N... N-O-R, Naramco, N-O-R-A-M-C-O, Naramco, okay? Look up Naramco. 
and cannabis. Punch in Naramco and cannabis. Naramco is a company, a subsidiary of Johnson & Johnson mm. that was uh, acquired through yeah, right here. Johnson & Johnson, as I recall, through um, because they were got their hands caught in the cookie jar. They were growing opium in Australia, importing it to the United States and putting it into opiates so that they could have more power, that they could have more addictive natures. Okay. They then settled a billion dollar lawsuit. All right. Because of this got absorbed and consolidated by Johnson and Johnson and became there's, they are the number one, facilitator wow. of hard drugs for opiates and all of these other medications wow. to all of these pharmaceutical companies when they need opium when they need these other uh, synthetics uh, for hard heavy opiates and other medications they go to naramco and get their drugs yeah. Okay, that's the chain of command here. Then it goes to the pharmaceutical company. They put it in their, you know, concoction, right? Just like CBD, right? We want to make yeah. a CBD tincture, and now I want to put um, some MCT oil in it. So I get my CBD isolate. I take that in my totes. I then go to my mixers, right? My blending people, they blend up my CBD tinctures with the MCT oil that I got in another tote and make my tincture for me. That's what Naramco is the provider uh. of this, okay? Like they're considered like the hemp grower, right? Yeah. The, the extractor. Yeah. Okay. They are in control of all of these drugs is in in pure form. Interesting. That gets distributed to all the pharmaceutical companies to make their drugs. Mm. The head of Naramco quoted in 2015 or 14, something like that, that every one of their medications now is fully invested in being cannabinoid based mm. synthetic cannabinoids mind you yeah i've met with a couple different companies that brought pharmaceutical guys on their boards and how they talked about in meetings unbelievably disgusting how they're gonna you know make theirs a little bit better than everybody else's because they know how to create synthetic cannabinoids uh. you know so they're gonna they're gonna say they're you know they, they can say they got more cbd than other companies they can put things in there that they think will be you know better than others or make them more unique and also applicable for fda approval ultimately coming down the pike here mm. so naramco ceo upon this acquisition because they lost a billion dollar lawsuit or had to settle a, a, a lawsuit because they're growing opium in australia and bringing it to the u.s and putting it into american opiates that was that drove basically to where we are today with all the heroin addicts and meth addicts across this country because of this company naramco then got absorbed by johnson and johnson now is in control of all these things they have been again just to Let's shuffle this board around, this checkerboard. Yeah. Let's shuffle the checkerboard yeah. around here. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Up, up, asset. We lost that guy. Check. Okay, bring another guy in here. Yeah. Let's move this around and figure out our game again. And now they're stating and quoting in documents saying every medication. They're, they're fully invested in developing synthetic cannabinoid medications. Yeah. And that every medication moving forward will be cannabinoid-based. Mm. Why? Why was that? Why is that? Mm. Because they know that was the missing link. Mm. 
to everything that they had that they thought they were developing that was positive. Yeah. They couldn't get and get into the cannabinoid system. They mm. couldn't in, until CBD came on the scene and exposed this. And then they f had enough time, I guess, to figure it out and how to, you know, create this synthetic model of a, a cannabinoid profile in a synthetic mm. to match it. They, they, they just thought that these drugs would be enough. Our bodies wouldn't be damaged. The residual effect of all these things. Now, every drug moving forward is going to be cannabinoid based so that the, it can hopefully enact the cannabinoid system that will do what? Protect you from all of the damage that's going to be done. By the other shit. By the other shit coming through it. You can look all that up. I just pulled that up. There's just a laundry list of articles about Naramco and yeah. cannabinoid-based therapy and their presentation to the FDA and all this shit. Yeah. So go ahead and you can look it up. Look it up. Take a look. It's all out there. It's all documented. As my O-line coach at the Jags would say, that information is out there. <laughs> you know? It's out there, man. It's all out there. It's, it's that, all that's out the thing. There. I don't understand why we're here. Well, because... I'm so frustrated. You dude. know, Kyle, I You think, and I have been at this a long time. Dude. Yeah. I'm so tired. Yeah. Are you tired? I'm tired I'm of tired it, I'm tired as fuck. <laughs> I'm tired of talking you said about it, this. You said it the best, man. <laughs> I can't wait till I don't have to talk about this anymore. It's insane, man. You know? But, hey, man, yeah. I think that people are... Because all you got to do is you say, hey, go check out this patent. Go just say. Look it up for yourself. Yeah. Federal government has a patent. Yeah. 6630507 Go look, look it up. That's your starting point. Yeah. Then... I mean, just start doing research. Look at where, look at the Marijuana Tax Act of 1937, you know, put forth by William Randolph Hearst and Harry Anslinger and fucking the DuPont family. They came up with this whole thing, Carnegie Mellon. Yeah. They just wanted to destroy this thing. Up until that point, fucking the American colonies, it was mandated that all the American farmers had to grow hemp to pay Great Britain their taxes in. Yeah. Because it was the most valuable resource to the most powerful military operation in the world, the British Navy. Yeah. They used it for everything. I'm sure they were even smoking it to yeah. fucking... Hemp for victory. Yeah, exactly. The whole the hemp... There was world a whole War II. Campaign. Yeah. Why do you think there's... People, people just think, oh, well, it just naturally occurred up there in Northern California. Right. No. 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 This is the ancient. United States government flew plane loads of seed over Northern California, Northern Pacific, all the way from, from Northern California, all the way up the North Pacific in the regions of Oregon, uh, Southern Washington still. It gets too cold. Uh -huh. You go a little, a little too far north. Uh, but... Southern Oregon, Mid-Oregon, all of Northern California, they flew planes over and dropped seed everywhere. Yeah. yeah, This was growing everywhere in the Southwest. There was all the farms along the borders, everywhere along the riverbanks was growing hemp mm. everywhere. Utah, Colorado, everywhere hemp was growing, dude, in mass mm. because they used it was made the strongest materials. Yeah. It, 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 Provided medicine, the number one medications in America yeah. prior to the 1930s yep. was cannabis. Yep. Cannabis. The, the, we're like regurgitating this whole yeah. thing all over again. Yeah. CBD was all, already a thing yeah. in the pre-90s. It was the number one medication in America prescribed to people, cannabis. Yeah. 
Number one. Yeah. Wasn't castor oil. No. It was cannabis oil. <laughs> castor oil. That's what it, 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 That's what it turned into. Yeah, that's yeah. what the legend turned yeah, exactly. into. Um Yeah, dude. It's it's uh Because they needed to get that into people's brains. Yeah. Take your castor oil. Right. Why? Because yeah. it was the other thing to cannabis oil. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's amazing. It's crazy, man. man. It's amazing. But I think, you know, it's we're we're all indoctrinated. We're working under this conditioning that if it's not prescribed by your doctor, then it's not real. Yeah. And it's not, um, it can't be quote unquote a medicine. That's why I tell people, I, I tell people you need to go talk to your doctors. You need to, people need to, con- to start e- exposing this through their doctors. Uh-huh. Demand that your doctors start talking to you about your cannabinoid system. Yeah. They talk to you about everything else, yeah. okay? They stick their finger halfway up your butthole, okay? Uh, <laughs> as deep in yeah. there as they can when they're giving you some exam to try and figure out if you've got some cancer that cannabis can cure. Who cares? I don't need your finger up my asshole. To, what is that going to do? What's that, uh, To tell me I got cancer? What's that going to do? To tell me I got cancer? <laughs> yeah. Well, then what? Yeah. Now I got to die from cancer and knowing that I just got a finger up my asshole. Oh, my ass. <laughs> By some doctor to tell me that shit. Yeah, dude. Ask your doctor. Demand that these people start talking to you about your cannabinoid system. Not the cannabinoid system. Your cannabinoid system. Demand that your doctor, when they give you a blood test, test you for your levels of THC. Mm. Okay? Find out how much THC you got. Is that the boss? That's my, yeah, Uh-oh. that's the boss right there, dude. <laughs> the wife walked by. Yeah, oh, man. Killer, man. She, uh, yeah. yeah, she's she is the boss. Yeah, no man. doubt. Um, no, I, I, but I mean, dude, you have to start asking these doctors. I, yeah. I, I just start confronting them now. Yeah. Every, every every time uh, I have an opportunity, like, why aren't you guys talking about the cannabinoid system? Mm. Why don't you discuss? And they're like, well, we don't know anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's because like, uh, ask your doctor too i would yeah. i i encourage you start to understand the industry of medicine yeah. start to understand what are your doctors being taught in medical school they don't learn a fucking thing about the about nutrition and the importance of what food you're eating yeah they don't learn anything about the endocannabinoid system they're learning a pharmaceutical industry based educational protocol exactly they're learning how to treat symptoms with medications Mm -hmm. and then what to do yeah look they're not being doctors western medicine surgery being able to go in for emergency life-saving surgery fucking amazing what an amazing innovation right but the fact that when you go into a doctor's office and you have some sort of chronic issue that you're going to have treated by a medication it's ludicrous. You know, it's ludicrous to think that. And from those to the surgeries, right. what is, what is, it's, these key people keep talking about, well, I do whatever it takes. That's what got us here. <laughs> okay. Doing whatever it takes. We seem to stop this mentality of doing whatever it takes. Yeah, it's true. The mentality must change where we start doing what is right. Yeah, dude. Period. In every facet from all of the stuff on the streets to our 
health yeah. in the cannabinoid system, man. Yeah. This is real. We have to start exposing what you should be putting into a human body. Yeah. Okay. There's all these apps out there now. I just got a new one, you know, my fit app or some shit. I don't know. It's helping me count my macros and all yeah. these things, right? Yeah. All these people are out here doing this keto diet and yeah. oh, let me get down to the science of what I need and my proteins and my carbs and my sugars and my fats and blah, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And we just throw this thing out the window like, yeah. oh, marijuana, whatever. Let me, you know, yeah. Like, dude, it's your no. cannabinoid system. Yeah. Balance that. You'll lose 10 to 20 pounds yeah. alone on that. You could yeah. create an infomercial based off of that alone. If you start balancing your cannabinoid system out, yeah. you're going to lose weight. You know, Then what? That sparks the interest. People, are just, it yeah. seems, are not interested in how to take charge of their health. That's it. That's they, it. They're not interested. They want a quick fix. That's it. They want they want what, what they think we had, and that's why I believe we were the guinea pigs to expose yeah. this so that they could get the masses so enticed to, to become involved in these medications yeah. and these uh, methods of recovery from surgeries uh -huh. and stuff. I mean, you know, the pathways that they've created for us yeah. uh, through professional athletics and how they see a guy like uh, you or me or Adrian Peterson recover from being and their knee blown out, you yeah. know, completely. Yeah. Uh, back surgery, back surgeries, all these, and now you're back playing professional. Yeah, football. you're fucking it's crazy, like a gladiator. Yeah, out there. yeah, like so they got all these people bought into this, man. Uh, I don't. Yeah, it's insane. I mean, no, and they, look at what they're doing they're, again yeah. with coronavirus and shit. Yeah, and and how yeah. I mean the NFL. You think they're gonna halt their season for COVID? Fuck no. No. They don't care. They'll figure it out. They're blasting guys. They're coming through, coming onto the field through this little, uh, like, airport uh, security thing that's blasting them with disinfectant. What? Are you Have serious? you seen this? No. Dude. Ugh. Bro. Like, before they go to the practice field? On their way onto the field, they're getting blasted with disinfectant. <laughs> their whole body. Their whole body. <laughs> oh my god! Talk about being the guinea pigs, Kyle. Oh my god! But another on another Unbelievable. note. On another note, Kyle, as I've started to post about this issue, cannabis uh. and COVID, you wouldn't believe how many people sent me comments or direct messages saying, "Bro, I had COVID back in April. Cannabis was the only thing that made me feel better." Yeah. Literally. I know. And they're like, I pulled out of it as soon as I started smoking weed. Yeah. And smoking, mind you. Right. Smoking it. Well, Not, get to the science of right, it. Right, CB1, CB2 and, receptor in the lungs. And also, I it's would suggest virus. look at people, the incidence <laughs> of even people who smoke cigarettes. They're the lowest number of COVID patients in hospital. A respiratory virus needs temperature to survive. It mm. needs conditions to survive. Yeah. You smoked it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just don't Smoking want you to is understand an ancient, it. It's an ancient, it's super medicinal. In, in, the, in, the, in the exposure to cannabis, the science of it speaks to that. And yeah. every, there's been actual studies of smoking cannabis that say that it blocks the uh, negative side effects. Yeah. All of the, um, what do they call them? Um, Residual effects. Yeah, the combustion. The, the negative effects of of smoking uh -huh. are blocked through the CB1 and CB2 receptor that ignites in the lung wall when you smoke cannabis. Right, right. So all of these these factors 
you know, that occur in smoking that are potential uh, poisonous or harmful are blocked. Yeah. They are blocked yeah. from being harmful to the human body. And what is nicotine? Okay, of course, building up that tar in your lungs, that's not good. Building cannabis tar on your lungs, if you smoke properly, you're not smoking constantly out of dirty bongs. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're using blunt wraps all the time. Yeah. You're, you know, unfiltered. You're, right. you're just uh, dirty papers, dirty weed, just smoking and building yeah. just toxins in your lungs. Right. That you're gonna, if you're smoking pure cannabis, true cannabis, you're using hemp papers or just yep. smoking good cannabis, period, yep. in healthy ways, the tar that's built up in the lung wall is what? Rick Simpson oil. Okay? Mm. Mm. You're you're fighting every secondary effect that could possibly be negative yeah. from smoking. And this has been proven in studies mm. that cannabis smokers do not experience the same things as tobacco smokers. Mm. These carcinogens yes. are not uh, taking effect and becoming negative things in cannabis smokers. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's there's truth to that. And then on the other side of all of it, again, you know, the exposure of the cannabinoid system has shown us that if we modulate this, we regulate this uh, and pay attention to it daily. We don't need any of these synthetic medications. We don't need any of this madness that they want to keep pumping into our bodies. If we ignite these receptors, we are protected. Yeah. And you do it daily. And then that cannabinoid system ignites and continues to crank. I've experienced this personally. It's why I talk about it like you talk about it. We've yeah. experienced this. Yeah. We've come from these backgrounds where we can expose this. And the NFL teams, I've sat in front of their doctors, man. Uh, I've had meetings. I've had conversations. I've had, I've reached out. I've been unbelievably proactive. You have as well, okay, in, in the doctors that you know that were in the NFL. And we've exposed this to these people. Yeah. I, I, it, it is escaping me after the exposure that they've had to cannabis yeah. that has driven them to stop testing to penalize players, yeah. rather to understand for the medicinal purpose of it to help the player, right. supposedly. And we are not getting into the weeds of this conversation. Yeah. And how this can be addressing COVID-19, keeping us from, uh, you know, w playing football, keeping us from having st the stadiums should be full. Mm. The NFL should lead. They have not done that. They they have just followed. They have just been yeah. staying complicit and silent. We should have the NFL has the opportunity to expose this by exposing what they know about cannabis through the presentations that have been given to them about cannabis. Mm directly where they have acknowledged <clears throat> to people like me that you're right kyle it's gonna take some time i, I don't understand this it's gonna take some time it's gonna take some time for what for you to roll out your plan for it right when it's available now yeah. you just don't want my company or evan's company or charlotte's web or these other what you consider to be potheads to uh, overtake your investments in pharmaceuticals uh. or this conversation that these doctors, you guys, you, you learned men, you uh. know, 
you you men of higher education. Dude, I fucking spoke at Harvard twice. Yeah. I don't have a degree from San Diego State. Please stop inviting me to come to your college and educate your dumb asses. First time around was to speak to, to Harvard Law School about how you know ridiculous it is that you don't know this basically that the NFL's facing a massive lawsuit here through class action by NFL football players for a brain disease mm. and then what happens a massive class action literally a year or two later happens mm. you know i've had unique individuals in my life that have allowed me the opportunities to go to these places and speak my truth i've been doing it for 6 years now you well, same as you Okay. And ironically, that's what brought us together. And we're still here, yeah. you know, and when our community has continued to suffer from so many problems, yeah. you would think that the NFL would be as much as they're out here right now, the union, the NFL talking about all social justice. We're going to stand up for the players. We're going to start joining the players in their fights. We're going to start joining the players in their causes. We're going to start be like what the fuck. Yeah. You guys are ignoring the one thing that could end it all. Right. Cannabis. Yeah. From social injustice and all the things cannabis has to deal with with that. Yeah. And all of the statistical stuff that cannabis could resolve. Yeah. From all the domestic violence issues. Yeah. Uh, Jacob Blake didn't need to happen. Mm. That, that, that didn't need to happen. These people can be educated and allowed to use cannabis and their minds would be in proper working order and not make bad decisions when they're in moments of crisis. Mm. Yeah. I know this. Mm. I know this. Yeah. Okay. I don't know this from just me and my white privilege trying to spew some bullshit out here, you know, because I believe in this plan. I know this because because of 14 houses I lived in across this country uh, chasing this NFL dream that I destroyed at one time or another, ripping doors off walls, punching holes in the walls, uh, throwing plates and furniture and raging and fucking losing my mind. Lucky I have a wife that is still with me. Mm. Lucky I still have my fucking kids and I'm not living down in a fucking, you know, apartment somewhere else, you know, just trying to figure out my fucking life. Yeah. Okay. I've been there. I've done that. These moments of, of incidents that occur where we have George Floyd drunk in his car, high as fuck on synthetic pills and drugs and all these other things. And then police officers that are kept from using cannabis, things yeah. just like CBD, come upon these scenarios. And there's bad decisions made on every side at every minute of every moment of this confrontation that results in what we see on these videos that come out. Jacob Blake, all of these others. Yeah. Okay. These minds need health. They mm -hmm. need healing. Yeah. And we are continuing to drive these minds and their um, dementia, okay, yeah. which yeah. is the problem here, yeah. in creating fascinations, in creating ideas and, and I, I, ideologies that drive us yeah. to have young men say, you know what, my cause is behind uh, a dumbass flag and I'm going to go into a church and fucking sit there for an hour and listen to, you know, real 
what I understand and know, even in those moments, what was reported by that guy who just wasted, you know, 25 innocent people in a church yeah. because of their color of their skin, because uh, he thought the color of his flag was more important for him to do that. Yeah. This man was disturbed, completely related directly to opiates and overcoming an opiate addiction and being prescribed at that time on opiate medications that are to get you off of being addicted to opiates. Yeah. We don't talk about that. We don't talk about the shooters of all the schools tied to these opiates, tied yeah. to these synthetic drugs and psych meds that psych I was meds, personally yeah. on, Depakote, Wellbutrin, Zoloft, that were, made me a zombie. Yeah. I experienced these things. I yeah. contemplated suicide. I, it was constant. I contemplated murder, mayhem, just unbelievable things daily. Okay, let alone the depression and anxiety and stress that I was under post-football career sitting on money and cars and a beautiful wife and yeah. the whole dream. Right. Right. And yeah. all of this accolades to write on yeah. that everybody would give their left arm for. And I couldn't find value in it yeah. until one day, mm. that one day it hit. <laughs> and six years now, dude, there, there, there is no other resolution to the world's problems than cannabis. Mm. It can resolve every one of them, period. From industrial to men mental health to the yeah. entire green conversation. If you're not talking about cannabis in, these in any conversation, social justice to all, every one of these other things, you're not trying to help or fix the problem. Yeah, you're missing the point. You're missing on every mark yeah. of how to resolve these things. Yeah. Because there is a simple answer. There is a simple answer to the race relations in America. Mm. Cannabis. Mm. That's the stupidest thing I ever heard, you dumbass. <laughs> like, okay. All right, Well, man. let's go down the road, okay? Yeah. Let me, let me go. Let's go to a cannabis convention. Oh, we can't anymore. Because I could have showed you an unbelievable diversity that is like any, yeah. unlike anything I've ever seen. Yeah. And a camaraderie, like unlike anything I've ever seen. Yeah. That was so much like and resembled an NFL locker room. Yeah. Where, where. Where we're on the, we're brothers. Yeah. Everybody's on the same page. We're driving towards a common goal. Yeah. Nothing more than cannabis has shown me that, man. I can take somebody that's got a problem in their life. You talk about COVID nineteen cases. I put it out there in the beginning. Send me your send me your test. DM it to me. Anybody listening out there? You got anybody that's got COVID nineteen? I will send you CBD for a month. A mm. month supply of CBD might even be more. I, my, my care packages are fat. Okay, <laughs> they come heavy, <laughs> and I will funny. send it to you. And if you take it every day, you will not die. Mm. You will recover. Over twenty now, I have personally connected to and recovered across the country. That I love every that, dude. one of them says they've sent me their picture of their test. I've documented all of them at some point or another down the road. Here, it's, it'll be in my book. It'll be down the road. I don't know. Yeah, and and that's why all these places that you talked about are are, are showing the results they're showing because yeah. it's real. It's true. Yeah. That's going to continue to come out, man. I, yeah, man. I don't know why people fight against it. I don't know what, what the big deal is, you know, why we want to continue to go down this road where we disconnect other than just, you know, the human nature uh, is just so unfortunately drawn to 
the uh, herd mentality. Yeah. And, um, you know. Well, we're disconnected, man. Yeah. But that's why we're here. Yeah, to I guess. reconnect it. I guess. Are we? We're the reconnectors. <laughs> I listened to dude. your last show and you and the bro going on, yeah, talking to, I don't know when it's going to come out in your podcast there. Yeah, deconstruct. Like, what, what, are we? Yeah. Does anybody yeah. listen? Yeah, Does anybody, anybody fucking listening? care, man? No, man. I think people are listening, dude. <laughs> I get hit up by people. They're like, yeah. man, thanks for saying that. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I do too, man. You it's know? true. People yeah. are There's a lot of light out there. As there crazy as it is. There's a lot of light. And, you know, I always come back to this thing, man. You look up at the night sky, and it might be pitch black, but you got one star that's beaming, and that's a, that that light is shining through no matter what. Yeah. Or you come into a pitch black room, all it takes is one light bulb to light that motherfucker up, dude. Yeah. So, in the midst of dark forces, and take that however you want. You know, literally, figuratively, as a metaphor, it's true. Mm -hmm. Dark forces are swirling, and they are upon us. That's why we have to carry the torch and be the light. Yeah. And because the more that we can be the light and connect people back into the light and get people on the path to the light, we're going to... Light always outshines the darkness. Yeah. Because at yep. the end of the day, the darkness, too, is just really there because the darkness believes it's it's in seeking. It's seeking out the light, the darkness. The darkness is wanting to be the light, but it can't be because the light is going to shine through and the darkness has ill intentions or at least it's got the ill technique. It has to be. It wants darkness. Yeah. It can't have a gleam of light right it can't have it can't have any shred of, of light, light. It, because that obliterates that it. destroys exactly its whole existence exactly dude it so just, it, it, uh, and that i guess it, i mean all, you know full circle right now right i mean that's you know. it's how we started it is yeah. it is what it is it is bro okay it, it's it's a true fight it's been presented to me it is very real it's bigger than just you know the cannabis yeah. plant and blah yeah. blah blah and all the CBD bomb. It's way yeah. bigger than way that. Bigger. Way bigger. This is. Uh, it speaks to the true fight we're in. Right yeah, now. we're in the fight of our life. Spirit. Everyone around the world spiritually is in the yeah. fight of their life. There's yeah. a another facet and conspiracy to this this uh, uh, virus out there. You know, you know what is it? Right. What is it? Right. right. It, it, if it is something, what is it? Uh -huh. And uh, the, there, there's one thing that. Uh, I've kind of been drawn to the most in this because of what I've seen mm. in this destruction of the soul out here. Mm. This, this complicity that so yeah. many people have where they're all wearing masks and all of this, you know, so complicitly that stores and religions and, and companies and business all said, you know, we're, we're in, we're, we're going to, we're going to make everybody wear this mask for you. Uh -huh. okay? We're going to demand that they wear this mask. And we're going to, you know, and people out here that have gone so far as to just stop everything that they're doing and, and make everything else about uh, around them about their life instead of minding their business and not worrying about me, whether I have a mask on or not, you're going to, you're worried so much. If you're worried so much, stay in your house. Yeah. But you care. They've bought these people so far down the road here, or sold them so down, far down the road here, and they bought into this mentality yeah. that that they now are. You're, I'm your focus. Mm -hmm. I'm your focus. I mean, I went into a store, and this woman couldn't believe that I was just like, "Oh, you need me to wear this now?" Because yeah. she stops me and says, "You need to put on a mask, sir. You're gonna wear it like." 
oh, what was that? You need to wear a mask. You need to wear the mask inside. <laughs> oh, I need to, you need me to wear this? Oh, okay, cool, no problem. Pull it out of my pocket. Right. Well, okay, no problem. It's your store. I'm in your store. Yeah. Could All not right. believe. Then the look on the person's faces, she couldn't believe that I didn't fight with her. Right. It's they like, want to fight. They want to fight. They want the they, fight. It's, this thing has driven us so far down this evil road, man. Yeah. And and it's really sad, man. We're in this fight for because you know yeah. this virus that is taking over the world. And the one is it five G? Is it a true virus? Is it right. you know? Was it or, made or in a lab? Is it this VMAT two gene virus uh. that the United States government presented on a YouTube video? For everybody to see that's out there. Yeah. Look it up. Yeah. We've dropped some knowledge on you here in this podcast. Naramco. Yeah. Let's talk about the VMAT2 gene virus. Uh. Okay. And as I look up the VMAT2 gene, what is that? Okay. Now, this comes from a YouTube video of a scientist. A government scientist? A a, a scientist presenting to the government at Uh the Pentagon. Okay. Okay. And it, the room has uh, got a few uh, high-ranking individuals in the room listening to this scientist presenting to members of the military medical uh, board or what have yeah. you um, on a, a potential virus that they have that they can implement into the Middle East and in certain regions and around the world to destroy or block the VMAT2 gene ability, which is a been, according to them, found to be the gene in our brain that allows us to believe in God. Whoa. The gene that allows us to have faith, that allows us, that they said creates religious extremism, and that they could, with this virus, destroy religious extremism around the world by destroying this gene in our brains Whoa. through this virus that they would release as a pathogen into the air that would be a minor respiratory virus some people would die majority of people everybody would survive majority of people and but it it, it block the vmat2 the gene the faith gene mm-hmm. the faith the god gene is Whoa, what they call bro. it. Yeah, they call it the God gene, literally. Look that up, yo. Look that up, and then look up where Wuhan, China is, and what it's right next to. Mm. And guess what it's right next to? A concentration camp that holds over a million, not just Muslims, Christians, huh. Buddhists, Muslims, Baptists, whatever, uh, or they're Christians too, right? uh, uh, Mormons, mm. uh Jews, people who've converted to Judaism that are Asian, that are Chinese. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Religious men, one over one million religious men took you, took me off the streets. If we live there. Yeah. And we believe in God and we don't believe in this, you know, ideology that they're trying to shove down our throats in uh-huh. communism and God doesn't exist. And we must not believe in these religions anymore because that's been the cause of all the problems of the world. And we need to eliminate this. So we don't have revolt and resistance from you people uh-huh. anymore. Yeah. Over a million men, religious men rounded up, put into a concentration camp. People talk about, Oh, well, Nazi, that's not going to happen again. Oh, Nazism, Hitler uh, concentration. This is happening right now in yeah. China. 
Yeah. Over a million religious men imprisoned in concentration camps, indoctrination camps, every day having to go to indoctrination therapy mm. to rid them of their religious ideology. Right truth, next too. to the Wuhan lab. Wow. And this virus that got out that is supposedly... Uh, uh, you know, respiratory virus that's killing the world, and yet it's not. So if it is a virus, if it is something, what is it? You know, my conspiracy Whoa, rolls on VMAT2 because when you look that son of a bitch up, guess what the VMAT2 gene profile is in, in the molecule profile? What, guess what it mimics? Guess what one of the molecules directly mimics? Anandamide? Exactly. It, uh. it is the cannabinoid gene. Okay. Whoa, dude. Yes. Whoa. Osama bin Laden's compound was raided, and he was growing marijuana all over it. Dude, I have to pee. I have to go to the yeah. bathroom real quick. Hold on. <laughs> and we're back, y'all. I had to take a little bathroom break. Shit's getting really hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting real now. The VMAT2 gene. Wow, it's so interesting, man. It's, it is, man. It's crazy. Uh you look up certain things, you know, in conspiracy world, and then you start finding some things you can really grab onto, you know, to, yeah. from from what you've seen. Yeah. Just in your own eyes. Open your eyes. Yeah. We're so locked into these phones. Just yeah. pick up your head, look around, and try yep. to make sense of it. Just step back. Uh-huh. I, I do it with these kids I coach football with. I'm like, don't overcomplicate it, man. Uh-huh. Step back. Yeah. Get to the line. Get set. So they have to get set. So then yep. you can start seeing what's happening here in yes. front of you. Okay, yeah. a sense of urgency and just pick your head up, get your eyes up. You can see that guy creeping off the edge yep. and blitzing to pick yep. him up. If we do that, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy, man. No, Too many people just want to close their eyes to the to that. There is something like they just want to swallow like anything that somebody that they are believe in. But but then tells them, <laughs> you know, we're saying all of this stuff. We're talking about shit that you're not going to hear about in mainstream media so people go oh that's that's conspiracy theories man well so why is it but the information is available and the information has been reported and just because it's not on a mainstream media source yeah coming through and why do you trust cnn or fox news or nbc or cbs or unfortunately even npr now all of these these media sources are funded by corporations who have uh, they have a, an interest in making the information sound a very particular way. Yeah. So it's all the information you're getting from our, our quote-unquote long-trusted media sources. It's politicized. It's corporatized. It's non-objective anymore. So you're not getting the, the baseline uh information of what's true and what's real yeah but then and then these mouthpieces right are exactly on flight lists <laughs> exactly to, to epstein island exactly dude <laughs> bill clinton i never went to epstein's island i never hung out with jeff and anderson the, cooper the mechanics are like dude you were here you what? took 26 flights on his <laughs> private jet uh <laughs> I've never taken 26 Here, flights on a commercial yeah. flight with my best friends in the world. Here's a picture of you being massaged at a private airport terminal by an underaged girl. Right. 
Oh, that's that's fake. That's <laughs> I, I don't know where that, that, that never happened. I saw this really funny thing that <laughs> uh, said, you know, at one point Epstein's island was a conspiracy theory. No one believed that Epstein had this island that yeah. was like the fucking pedophile yeah. orgy island. Nobody believes it still, dude. It's crazy. They, they, you try to tell these people that there is this <sighs> insane psychotic group of people out here in control and in power. Why is they that so hard? It. Why is that so hard to believe? I don't understand. And we've had so much evidence of this throughout history. Right. All of these people that are part of these religions, okay, from every one of them, millions of millions of millions of people that will, if they open the churches, will go back to the church, have failed to read their Bibles, uh. have failed to read the Quran, the Torah, the Book of Mormon, and all of these things that speak to these things have already occurred. Okay. Uh -huh. Yeah. People find out about what it is you're up to and delving into this deviant, evil, fucking ancient bullshit here because you want to live a little bit longer. You want to have a little bit more power and money and influence because you think you deserve to be here on the last day right. more than the next guy. More than the peasants. More than the peasants. Yeah. More than what you consider to be the people. Right. Not even just the peasants. They're, they're so in, uh, cannibalistic that it's... Egotistical. It, it, they don't give a fuck about nobody. Yeah. For who, for what, for you, for what? It's all about yeah. me. I'm, yeah. I'm out here for me, and yeah. and and I'm going to be here on the, you know, yeah. the last day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't understand it, man. The, the, the history has been told. It's happened in the past. All of these ancient civilizations end in complete and utter destruction. Right. Because the people find out the truth. Right. Of what they're up to. Exactly. It happened. It's happened over and over again. I, I think back in those days, they had literal spaceships that came down and they saw those things, too. So maybe the people were a little bit more complicit in it. And they until until. Obviously, something happened where they discovered this is just humans uh -huh. disguising themselves as sphinxes and and giants and all of these things. Okay, uh. Master Blaster is just a fucking midget on top of a giant. Okay, <laughs> all right, knock that motherfucker off the top, <laughs> and and he's just a kid that's got a simple mind. Yeah, you know what I mean. That just wants to fucking you know wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> was that a good analogy yeah, dude <laughs> no know? man it's true though it's you know it's true it sounds really crazy but and, and to me bring bring it back to the thing cannabis again you know that that's why i think conceptually and mythologically and legendarily cannabis is so dangerous because once cannabis is like a key Cannabis is a key into understanding the greater picture of what's going on and how this whole thing functions, you know, because once you start to understand that cannabis was demonized, stigmatized and made illegal and delegitimized by a government against literally against all the scientific backing, like a hundred percent against 1937 <laughs> marijuana tax act comes out and it makes it illegal to produce, grow, consume, sell cannabis. The first man arrest person arrested for cannabis was a, a white man farmer. Yeah. Yeah. And who refused to give up his fields 
and and Fiorello LaGuardia, the mayor of New York City at the time, because he had about 300 pissed off hashish parlor owners knocking on his door saying, dude, what the fuck? Why is this made illegal now? You just killed my business. He put together this medical board of all the fucking highest ranking medical officials in New York City. And he said, do a deep dive test on marijuana, on cannabis. And tell me if you find anything that suggests this is dangerous or makes people crazy or what it is. The thing came back categorically. It was safe for people. It made people more peaceful. It de-escalated violence. It made violent people more calm and serene. And he presented that to Harry Anslinger and these guys that put together this Marijuana Tax Act. And he said, look, dude. There's nothing wrong with this plant. It is totally safe yep. and healthy and a medicine and a a peace uh, a peace stabilizer because that's what it is at the end of the day, man. It's the bringer of peace. Yeah. Like you were saying, weirdly, the brain. You think by saying when when Kyle Turley says, "Guys, the answer to all our problems is cannabis," and you go, "That's fucking crazy." Yeah. Well, once you start to break that down, if you can uh, harmonize a guy who's in complete turmoil, like us, we're we're bathed in masculinity and adrenaline and testosterone and violence for our whole upbringing up into our young adult lives. Yep. You know, we're twenty in our late twenties, early thirties. And we've just been cultivated as warriors. It gets really hard to turn that switch off when you come home. Yeah. Why do you think you see so much domestic violence yep. in, f- in football across the country? Yeah. Because like you said, culturally, men are pushed to alcohol, pills, prescription drugs. These things that destabilize your mental capacity. 100%. Cannabis literally comes in and brings peace and harmony into not only your spiritual and emotional well-being, but your chemical well-being, how your body functions, creating homeostasis. Bingo. Bringing peace. Homeostasis. Bringing peace to the chaos. Yeah. People, they don't want to understand these simple things. Yeah. Homeostasis. Right. It's a word. (laughs) It's a thing. It means something. Yeah. What does it, it mean? Is it, is it something unreachable, unattainable, so big of a word, homeostasis? <laughs> I'm so afraid of this word that just means balance. Yeah. Okay? Balance. Yeah. A.K.A. Yeah. balance. Yeah. The word um, cure. Uh. What does the word cure mean? We're so afraid of this word cure. We can't say cannabis cures things. Yeah. We were so afraid to say that there's a cure. To the extent Twitter, Instagram, all these platforms now have gone to, if you write a post and it has certain keywords in it, like that, if you have write a post today, COVID-19 cure, just punch in those words alone in any post, say whatever the fuck else you want, just punch in COVID-19 and cure, okay, and cannabis. Mm. 
<laughs> Boom. You can't even post it. Yeah. It can't, denies you. Fact checkers. Fact checkers. The, no, the, they have a, an algorithm now that won't let your post actually even come about. Uh-huh. It won't. They're now suppressing freedom of speech yeah. through the Internet based on the word cure. Yeah. Okay. That you'll get noticed if they don't just shut your thing down. You'll get a mark. They'll tell you that you'll get a mark on your Twitter account or your Instagram account for a potential mark that they have the ability now to come at you by these means to to suppress your speech if you say these words. And one of those words is cure. Mm. And what does the word cure mean? Mm. To restore to health. Mm. That's the definition of the word cure. Mm. We're so afraid to restore our health. We're so afraid to uh, bring our lives and our bodies into balance. Mm. And so drawn towards these extreme measures of, of we got to jack up our testosterone. We can't just settle for balance. <laughs> we got to jack up our, you know, this, our jack up. Let's get, let, let's not find balance. And let our bodies function properly, right? We're going out here and getting Viagra. We're we're going out here and having guys like the Big Hurt, you know, promote pills that yeah, actually the big T. create huge problems for guys down the road. Yeah, um, you know, my old trainer was a, a cannabis advocate, Dave Price. Mm. He was in the cannabis industry. His wife still is. Uh, we work with her uh, still to the, today. She's a great publicist and a cannabis entrepreneur herself. He was the trainer for 30 years for the Jets and the Chiefs, dude, and some, uh, maybe another team. And he died in a hotel room in New York um, of, where he, of opiates. Of, uh, well, no, of what his wife, his wife says, that he, he was on all this testosterone supplementation. Oh, really? He was using opiates as well, but he was on all this testosterone supplementation stuff. Fuck. And there's a statistic that goes along with those things. Mm. Even in uh, COVID-19, there's still statistics that they're promoting these poisons, fake vaccines, and all these other things before even cannabis even has a chance. Mm -hmm. These things have death rates to them. Yeah. We we have to start standing up. We have to start telling people, you know, in the break there, yeah, it's like, what do we do? You know, how do we do this? You know, and we just have to continue to encourage more people to stand up and keep pushing for cannabis. Yeah. End of the day. That's the only thing that can fix any of this. Yeah. I, I, you have to reserve yourself to not being able to go, you know, change anything, putting anything else on a billboard, marching in the streets, uh, you know, looting or whatever you think you're doing with that bullshit. You know, yeah. And, you know, creating this scenario of where you bring it out. All the the stops and morons around the country on both sides. There's not good people on both sides. There's confused, uh, disturbed, and uh, uneducated, scared. or scared, and these words that go along with those people. Okay, on both sides, mm. they are uninformed, and they are all working for a side. And at the end of the day, they all are complicit yeah. in this thing that they think they're fighting for yeah whoever wins these people think if biden wins oh yeah we're saved we're saved that people think trump wins yay it's gonna go back to being america's great yeah no or it's the end of the world yeah yeah this is not what people need to wake up man there's a simple solution to this it is cannabis It, it it truly is the more we advance this the better things get and 
it's kind of ironic that at this time in the precipice of time of where we are in the world, mm. okay, that this ironically all goes down now, mm-hmm. okay, when yeah. cannabis is about to get let out the box completely. Yeah. All right. It, 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 it to me is one of the most telling factors that there is a true fight for this plant's purpose. Yeah. Not just for it as a medicine, unbelievable great purpose in something much, much bigger. Yeah. I know that. I know that. God yeah. saved my life. Okay. <laughs> it, this is like. It's you like, got to tell, tell the story of when you met with that uh, congressman uh, or the senator from Louisiana. Oh, yeah, yeah. Steve Scalise. Said, yeah, Scalise. Yeah, and you said. The, yeah. To go ahead, you we're in the tell. Capitol building. We're in the in the halls, right, uh, uh, in Washington D.C. And and he comes scooting around on his scooter because you know he got shot at that whole deal oh out God. on the the softball game. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know he's a Louisiana guy. And somebody pointed him out. I was like, oh man, I got to get a picture with Steve Scalise, man. Yeah. You know, Louisiana, who that? Right. Yeah. I, I know that I'm gonna be able to go up to that dude, and he's gonna know who I am. Right. And he's gonna know that I'm a who that. Because yeah. I'm going to say who that to him. And yeah. then he's going to find out who I am. He's going to go, oh, you know, the saints. saints. Exactly. Man. Yeah. There's nothing like the saints, yeah. the saints fan base. Oh, man. totally. Yeah. I've been back to Louisiana a couple times. Cannabis convention. I've had politicians, all these other guys. I mean, I, I, I know I can help out a great deal. I know I have helped out a great deal in just being an example because those guys look at my scenario. Uh-huh. They admired me. They uh, thought highly of me when I was a player. You know, and yeah. then they had compassion for me when they saw me struggling post football career through the injuries and all of these things. And then to see me face to face, you know, Steve Scalise is like, man, Kyle, it's really good to see how well you're doing. Like, I'm going to have to maybe rethink this when he initially was like, we just need to have God kind of guy, you know, this right. response. You- and I was like, hey, God saved my life through this, you know, uh, or he said, sir. never discount the yeah don't discount the power of prayer i said that's exactly what happened sir i prayed to god man and he gave me this plan that's why i'm here and he couldn't deny that you know he couldn't deny that i'm standing there in front of him Uh because of how he knew me yeah you know what i mean yeah and that's what people need to do that's what people can do it's not standing on a soapbox it's continuing to show in your own life how this makes you better yeah when you better your scenario your neighbor's scenario notices it. And then they find out, because they find out, what is, what's going on there? This mm-hmm. guy seems to be doing, you know, every neighborhood, your neighbors are all looking at you. Yeah. Okay? They're going, I gosh, got a new truck, man. What's that guy doing? I want to do what he does, right? <laughs> yeah. He just put a new yard in, or this guy got some landscape, but this guy just got a boat. This guy got this. Yeah. This guy got that. Or this guy just, man, he's the nicest guy. Yeah, this his, guy has look great at that energy. Family. He's got a wife, his kids, you know. Yeah. I'm sitting over here. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here considering divorcing my wife. My family life's miserable. I can't talk to my kids. I can't relate to them. You know, all these bad things, you know, are going on. And then they inquire, what are you, what? So when you when you communicate or they inquire and look on your social media pages to find out who you are. I coach all these kids in football and their parents are the ones that come up to me and tell me, keep doing what you're doing, Kyle. Love it. As opposed to what you would perceive as, Kyle, you're a bad influence on right. our kids. Yeah. Because they see the other things. I might post me smoking marijuana. Yeah. 
But, you know, it's in a context that they can look through my example of what that has done for me. I'm sorry it's not potentially palatable to you and and how you want me to receive uh, relief from Mm -hmm. my ailments. But it is what it is. And I'm going to show you all these other things that I'm doing so you can see this is real Mm. and, and deviate away from this mindset. You know, sitting in front of uh, at the doctor's show, if I told you that one, and Bennett O'Malu, of all people. I'm backstage with Bennett O'Malu. We're about to go on a panel talking about youth football and how he's about to tell the world that it is child abuse. Uh-huh. And we need to end it because it inherently kills kids every year. Uh-huh. 10 to 20 kids die in youth football statistically every year. 10 to 20 more kids are put in wheelchairs the rest of their life in youth football. So it's a statistic that has run consistently since football was in, in, incepted at the youth level. Uh. Okay, When Pop Warner came along and started being played around the uh, United States, that's when these statistics started to get to where they are. And I was there backstage with him and exposed to him what is happening to me because – Prior to that, the last time I saw him was at a congressional hearing where I testified alongside he, him and about CTE and this disease that football players are suffering from. Uh. And he saw me and remembered me from then when we testified on this issue. And I was backstage with him prior to going on the show. And he told me and looked at me and I told him, I'm like, you know, he's like, how are you using it? He was curious. You know, this is the guy that, that yeah. Will Smith played concussion, the role of, okay, in concussion. Yeah. And, and, and he said, how are you using it? You know, and I said, well, you know, I, I use CBD. It's amazing. It's really amazing. He's, uh, it, it resolves these other things. But I've found true resolutions for these issues in marijuana and smoking it and these specific strains that I've found that are <sighs> unbelievably uh, medicinal, it seems, to, to resolving these issues for me with light sensitivity and vertigo and uh you know rage and emotional control i'm back to me and he's and and i was going on and on he said kyle stop and i was just like okay (laughs) and he goes i see it in you keep smoking it this is the smartest man in the world on brains Uh and he told me to keep smoking weed Uh uh-huh yeah yeah of course you know there, there there there's just it's unfortunate that the medical community continues to deny things like CTE and the endogenous cannabinoid system uh-huh. that has the opportunity to repair it. Because CTE, all it is, is accelerated Alzheimer's and dementia. Right. It's tau protein accelerated right. to where it covers an, the entire fucking brain. Right. And it our brains are up. mush. Yeah. Right. To this, they're being over just, just calcified and by this disease. Yeah. And you, degenerated. Me, every person that's ever had a serious brain injury, this yeah. is happening. Yeah. It's progressive. Yeah. And this thing can potentially stop that. Yeah. The number one thing that is is said by multiple politicians and uh, committees uh, in, in Congress over and again has said Alzheimer's is going to bankrupt America. Uh. And we have a resolution for that. Yeah. And we're not talking about it. And and you got guys out here that step up in the medical community, and from CTE to cannabis, they'll just call guys like Doctor Omalu and doctors like you know Bonnie Goldstein and Sue Sicily just say they're crazy. Uh huh. They're just crazy. Yeah. Let's listen to Doctor Fauci and Doctor Burks. <laughs> 
<laughs> they've led us down the right path. Yeah. How about over that? and over again? They've just been so transparent. Yeah. They're and, so open and, yeah. and all about human welfare. <laughs> it's just a circus, man. It's crazy, dude. I don't get it's it. It's crazy, man. I don't get it, brother. Uh, but again, again, showcase in your life. Uh, a good friend of mine, uh, ex-NFL p- football player, um, passed away of ALS, and I had the opportunity to be there with him in his last days uh. and help him um, as much as I could in the scenarios I was in with him. You know, it's unbelievable. It changes your perspective on everything. Who was that? Um, um, Kevin Turner. Oh, and, the fullback. Uh, yeah, fullback, Kevin Turner. Yeah. And um, um, it changes your perspective when you – have to if you've ever had to take care of somebody in a scenario Uh even if it's just one scenario you know and that was for me helping him have to use the bathroom Uh. a grown man i Uh. have that is around my same age not much older than i am and i had to help him Uh. you know yeah hold his pants right and his drawers while he takes a piss in a in a restroom yeah and and it changes your perspective on things. Yeah. Especially when a guy like that says, Kyle, you be the difference. Mm. Be the difference. That's his motto. That was his motto. And and I just I, I keep that posted up, you know, with other things as well around to constantly drive me to remind myself to be the difference, man, because it's the only thing we got. Were you just te- to outnumber these fucks? Yeah, man. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. We got to outnumber him. Were you teammates with Steve Gleason? Yeah, Steve's a good friend, man. He's still he's still going. I can't right? believe it. Yeah, is and he doing CBD or? I know he was a huge cannabis advocate. He, he used was cannabis constantly. Uh-huh. Um, and I I believe I don't stay close enough to his camp, but uh-huh. I have stayed close enough to others that have shown up to other things I've been at. Uh, uh-huh. Another person, Steve Smith, uh, played uh, linebacker in the league. He was with uh, Baltimore last, I believe. And um, his wife, uh, they, they've been around some of the retired player stuff I used to work yeah. on with Mike Ditka. Uh-huh. And she said it's the only thing that helps him. Yeah. And he's still alive, too. Uh-huh. And he uses cannabis daily. Yeah. And I've helped them turn them on to Rick Simpson oils and all these other high concentrated things that can help. Yeah. Um, and, and she swears cannabis is the only thing that is helping her husband in that scenario. Wow. Everything else is damaging. Everything else is, you know, okay, kind of, you know, yeah. cannabis is a stamp of approval yeah. in all of these scenarios, especially neurologically. Yeah. Anything dealing with the brain, cannabis should be the only thing. Well, it comes back to that thing scientifically, man. When you start throwing these chemical molecules around and these medications, it fucking throws the whole system out of whack. So, yeah, it might be successful for a minute, but everyone you talk to, and I've talked to people who have even like autoimmune disorders and Mm -hmm. all kinds of shit. Shit, these, these... these mystery diseases that doctors can't even really figure out what the cause is, but hey, maybe it's all the weird shit that they're pumping into us because America is this big fucking experiment. Um, I believe firmly that half of my condition stopped. Cannabis is is just benefit, right? Right, and and, and, and assisting me to get my life back. But yeah, half of the things I was suffering from it, it stopped after I bled out of those medications right when i finally got those when it was maybe two two months after stopping taking you know 
Strategically going down in these medications over a few month period of time, I was able to do this through finding strains of cannabis that were, I felt, allowing me to do this yeah. rather than go back to a rehab facility yeah. full time, which is yeah. what I didn't want to do. I was in and out of rehab facilities, visiting, you know, yeah. kind of this little fly on the wall, you know, you know, let me tap my toe into it, get some gain, some, but I felt like I could resolve this on my own. You know, I just had that personal desire to not expose myself and leave my family to go check in fully, right. you know, which right. maybe I should have done. I don't know at times, um, but, but I didn't. And it was always just a, a you know, visit here and there yeah. um, from rehab facilities to go just sit in on meetings and act like I'm, you know, going to be there because a buddy of mine owned one or, uh, you know, some that my friend started, uh, Boo Williams started uh, a facility down in San Diego with some people to help players and um, going down to those. And, and then anyways, two months into realizing through these strains of cannabis that I could get off of these pills, especially the psych meds, the psych meds were the hardest thing to get over. Yeah. Um, They really had a grasp on me. Fuck Big yeah. time. I tried over the years to try and get off these psych meds. That kills people getting off. So that horrible, shit. bro. I mean, just I don't know what it's like to get off of hard, you know, heroin or whatever. But I, I can't imagine because the things that they are... say, uh, what you experience. I experienced that. It was like I was on crack or something. Uh-huh. You know, you get the chills and the shakes and yeah. you know, you're, the the dry mouth and and everything, yeah. and you're just like going manic and suicidal. Stuff. And yeah, just you know, yeah. if it wasn't for cannabis, I don't think I could have done that. Right, and made it through it. Right, and get out of there. Yeah, long enough to realize those things did nothing for me. Mm. Once you've become an addicted to opiates, oh, and yeah. then you get off of opiates, yeah. you realize yeah. I never needed one of those. Yeah. I never needed one Vicodin, yeah. one aspirin, one Aleve, one Depakote, Zoloft, my, uh, you know, Wellbutrin. I never needed any of these psych meds. That's yeah. for damn sure. Yeah. And that's crazy. Yeah. Every medication. For six years, I don't take an aspirin. I leave nothing. I've not had anything prove to me more so than cannabis to be an anti-inflammatory, a psych med, a pain reliever, because there is no painkiller. It's pain management. Right. And that's what it's about. Pain is a, pain is a reality of the human experience. I, I, how can you get away from pain when you you're can't. bone on bone in your joints and you hit nerve all the time? Yeah, you can't. You can't. It's part of the deal. Suffering is optional. Exactly. Pain is 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 non-negotiable. Suffering is optional. And the human brain is unbelievably powerful. Yeah. Once you have control of your mind, you control your body. They they say it all the time. You kill the head, the body dies. Yeah. Right? The the famous quote. Yeah. Greg Williams. Greggy Will. Greg Williams. (laughs) Quote there. Going back to the Saints. Bounty Gate. Bounty Gate. You kill the head, the body dies, and that is true. If you take care of the head, the body lives. Yeah. Yeah, man. Who are you shouting out? Shout out to your <laughs> dude, man. Uh, yeah. Sean. Sean Pamphalon, yeah. Dude. That was a crazy scenario. I was right in the middle of that whole thing, man. That's crazy. It's so wild to know the details. But then again, that's like that's this yeah. other thing that we love to, in America, we love to have these scapegoats and tear people down. It's like that wasn't even, that was happening on every team in the league. Yeah, yeah. To some extent. Yeah bounties and fucking dude if you knock this motherfucker out of the game yeah i'm gonna give you half my check right 
you know, yeah. like that shit just happened. Yeah, no, but uh, it, it, majority of the teams I was on, it was random, and it was right. that candid, uh-huh. unorganized. Yeah, you had you had money that you'd give for special teams guys, right? right. Um, you know, big hits, yeah. uh, tackles inside the twenty, yeah. uh, you know, fumbles, fumble recoveries, yeah. whatever. You, you, certain guys got into positions, you know. Yeah. Hey, if you fucking you know, destroy this guy, you know, yeah. uh, you know, declete him. Decleaters. Yeah. We had decleaters, yeah. right? When you could hit people sure. away from the pile and all these things, right? Headhunter type stuff that you put out management. These guys were next level. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the yeah. details. Kill the head, the, the details, body dies. Literal. Head hunting. Not yeah. only kill the head, the body dies, but literally all of you guys in this room know there's $100,000 riding on this. Mm-hmm. Not just a couple of dudes <laughs> putting some dollar bills. We would put in dollars, right? Yeah. Like guys would, you know, give hundreds of dollars or, you know, a thousand bucks, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. like, and so, and they put it all in ones, right? Right. These guys are serious. Yeah. They're like $10,000. Yeah, you know, get some putting bands on this shit. Okay, we're putting bands bands on this. Okay, (laughs) so it became a huge incentive, and that's what ultimately got them busted. All right, little known fact. All right, yeah, and uh, NFL trivia: the the guy who is the person that at the heart of this whole thing on it being exposed was not Sean Pamphlon. It was the defensive end who destroyed Kurt Warner. Uh, oh, yeah. when they Saints played the Cardinals mm. and ended his career. Yeah. Because they brought that dude in and said, we're going to ruin you unless you tell us what made you think you could fucking do this to a guy like Kurt Warner especially. Who was that? I can't even remember his name. Will Smith? Or? No. No. No, it was another guy. Can't even remember enough to out, out him. Shit. But it's, it's, it's true. I, I I know these details. Yeah. That these conversations took place where these people put this thing in motion and then it got exposed on that national level yeah. of, you know, Greg Williams, yeah. who's still a coach in the NFL. Yeah. Um, you know. Because yeah. <laughs> that's a good old boys club, too. Oh, my gosh. Oh my unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, I tried to coach and they told me, Kyle, the internships are from minorities. Hmm. I was like, what? You guys just don't want me around. Yeah, they don't want you. You don't want me around. You're too much of a thinker, bro. Do I buy this ridiculous reverse racist excuse? I don't know. But you're (laughs) you're way too evolved, man, thinking. Because you starting to plug your way of thinking into players' minds. That fucking disrupts that system. Big time. You know, because if you start telling guys, guy, you don't need to take those pills, man. Yeah. You don't need to take those pills. There's this plant that'll help solve all those issues that you're dealing with. When you go home and you're fucking stressed out and you're fucking exhausted and beat to shit and you're popping those pills that make you feel even worse, you don't have to do that, bro. You could just smoke a little of this plant and it'll fucking help you sleep. It'll help you connect with your family. They don't want it, man. They don't want that shit. And they didn't want, you know, you speaking truth to power in these union meetings. Exactly. Because that was the biggest thing. Yeah. Well, you you got blackballed. Big time. 
You get blackballed. Gene Upshaw was coming around, and I was the guy at the end of my career after being a union rep and seeing uh-huh. the underbelly of yeah. what it is is truly going what, on. What the PA and how really we can get about. to where we are today in a new collective bargaining agreement where players are experiencing half a billion dollar contracts, and you decide to take away Social Security disability benefits, something that affects you for fuck all. You're right. Doesn't affect you one damn bit. Right. This is me paying my taxes and applying for a benefit established through me paying my fucking taxes. Yeah. The millions of dollars you took out of my checks and gave to the federal government Mm. before I got it on payday. Yeah. That's what Social Security disability is for. And in the new CBA, we've come so far to where I've sitting in these meetings exposing this to guys like Gene Upshaw uh, that this is bullshit, that yeah. our union is being run this way and we're only benefiting the t- top-tier players here. And the, we're continuing to, per- to perpetuate this myth that we're doing something for the, the players yeah. when we're not. The majority are just being thrown to the wayside here in this conversation. And in 2020, they go after retired, disabled retired players, Social Security disability benefits in a collective bargaining agreement to move money around to give scraps to the pre-93 players that they still haven't made whole, which accounts to a fucking drop in the bucket of... A half a billion dollar one player's salary. To Mahomesy. One player. Let alone all the players and the money that is involved here and the projection of money that the NFL is going to achieve. The players and the union have failed. Yeah. Unbelievably to resolve our own social injustices from social security disability to workers' compensation that they took away from athletes. NFL football players in California mm-hmm. that then overreached into every athlete, every other sports league got onto it. It yeah. was like, no, 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 you can't file for workers' comp in California. Valley. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When it still doesn't have anything to do with them. Right. It's the government. Yeah. Okay. Workers' compensation. Mm. All right. And they're, they're all prepared for these things. And we're talking about a minimal amount of people. Right. Well, this the is... numbers are minimal. 20,000 retired players. We're not talking about millions of people here. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they continue to delay, deny uh, the, the, the processes involved in achieving your benefits, let alone, yep. um, you know, are, are of every known nightmare to everybody else that's had to deal with that and trying to file for disability from a job that's represented by a union mm. and that knows what we're talking about here. Because you don't have to play in the NFL to know how, uh, you know, shitty certain unions can be right. and how in the, those processes of disability, they totally take advantage of a system. You know, that is built to, to deny player, deny people, employees yeah. of benefits. Yeah. And uh, the NFL is the best. They're the worst at it. They, they, they fuck you over so bad as much as possible yeah. until your dying day. It's and that so and even the union, the union is the worst. Yeah. The worst part of it. Yeah. You, you got these guys out here that are refusing to go to practice, refusing to play games because of social injustice. And they all collectively voted to take away Social Security disability from players that have come and gone from the league because of disabilities. It's crazy, dude. A complete hypocrisy. 
You have to literally, as a player, for anybody out there, I mean, you have to literally fight for yourself to get disability benefits. Like, for me to get my line of duty benefit Yeah, from the league. I had to hire, I, I went to a, 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 a quote-unquote third-party doctor to get this examination done. So they could say that I was beat up enough or not enough mm-hmm. to get this disability benefit. The first doctor denied me. I had to go hire an attorney who then we got another doctor to give me another exam. And then I got it. But I had to hire the attorney because the attorney put the information together in such a way that helped me fortify my attempt, basically, yeah. so that I could get this thing yeah. after back surgery. I mean, I still can't feel my right fucking foot on the ground, man. Isn't that crazy? You know, and it's like, I'm, we got to fight for this. I know guys. And they knew this when you left. Right. And, and I, that you retired because of, you're not playing football <clears throat> anymore because of these things. And I know guys who have literally suffered <laughs> migraines, debilitating migraines every day who are getting denied their benefits. Yeah. I, I have a, I have a probably a 15, uh, Maybe an uh, over a foot inch thick of medical oh, files yeah, yeah. in oh. and out of hospitals, emergency rooms, even when I was playing. Okay, yeah. I, know I have so many buddies and teammates that have just yeah. we have these these medical stacks files, of medical stacks records of medical records, yeah. acknowledgement of cognitive decline, acknowledgement of orthopedic disablement, yeah. of fucking beyond the reach of disablement, yeah. like totally disabled. Yeah. Okay, and you have to just pull teeth out of these people yeah as if it's their own money that they work for and not yours which is what it is right it's yours you worked for it you fought for it they presented you a union that said pay our dues right that that would achieve this for you should anything happen down the road yeah and and then they go over and above the means of 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 decency not 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 just protocol they yeah. go over and above the means of decency to fuck you. Yeah. To say things to you personally, to get into your personal life, to where the governing bodies are guys like Jeff Van Note and mm. Troy Vincent mm. who decide whether or not you or I get our disability. Mm. These guys played in the league. They're not doctors. Mm. They have no Roger Goodell has a say, a vote. Yeah. When it goes, when your disability goes to approve you for your disability in the NFL. It goes before a board of people that votes on it. Mm. And these people, the majority of them, are made up of your peers. Mm. How fucked is that? Yeah. Not medical. Not like, look at our look at this guy's medical file. Right. Look at this guy. We know he's disabled. We know he w- right. did everything he for us. He all. gave it all. Okay, we know he could. We were bummed when he couldn't play longer. <laughs> right. We were truly disappointed that right. we couldn't use his body further. Yeah, right to make money. Yeah, yeah. They were devastated when I couldn't play anymore. Yeah, damn. Yeah, they said. But nope, you're lying about this CTE disease yeah, you you're got. You're just trying to take you're, advantage yeah, of us. You just want money. Yeah. You just want more money. You're you're so greedy. You didn't make enough money playing the game. Yeah. You're so greedy. Yeah. We're gonna now make a rule where we're gonna we're gonna supplement. If you file the loophole, file for social security disability, get that award, and then they automatically have to approve you for total permanent disability. So what do they do? Let's take away that loophole. 
Okay. Mm. Now, if you want to go get your total permanent disability through going and getting your social security disability now first, because you smart asses figured this out, we're going to put this fucking play here that when you come back after you get your social security disability from the government, because they hand that shit out to fucking pretty much anybody that's got a neck pain or, you know, or fucking doesn't want to work because they're too fat and gets a handicap, you know, placard to fucking park in front of fucking Walmart all the time. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that's the majority of people getting approved for this shit. Right. Uh-huh. Through social security disability, mm. just people, the you know, majority of people are just average everyday people. The majority of people taking advantage of these scenarios because it's a scenario that they allowed to persist right it comes back to the governing board of these guys who know you qualify in social security disability of course Mm. you're going to get it on that you know you Mm. you blew your back out you can't feel your fucking foot you know this brain disease that now you finally found a compassionate doctor that understands this and gives you a bap test and goes ah this is some cognitive decline serious here going on yeah you know no it goes back to these people who are your peers that decide your disability and if you get it on Social Security and go outside of their realm, right, they got so upset at that. DeMarie Smith, Roger Goodell, all these guys got so upset that players and these owners complained that these guys are going around and getting their Social Security disability benefits through this loophole that automatically qualified them for total permanent disability, which they had control over so that they could have their, your peers vote on this. And what did they do? They denied everybody. Yeah. The, I think it, when it, when it came out, when we, when we started really raising noise about this with Mike Dick and the gridiron greats and this charity stuff I got into with the NFL retired players, it was like seven or 8% of mm. the uh, applicants received total per- permanent disability. God. It was so minimal, and 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 the the 8%. corruption around it literally literally was to to the, the these eight percent started popping up belonging to guys like uh, our agent who uh, have influence right in the league and says hey give this guy right. if you played ten years ago he would have been able to get it for you mm. right after you're done. I was encouraged to leave or uh-huh. when I blew my back out and told, I'll get you a total permanent disability. Uh-huh. Dude, 8%, maybe 7 8% of the guys that apply got it. There's so much corruption around this that any average fucking reporter could have exposed this and NFL football players could have sued on massive levels yeah. other than trying to have to find a loophole through a disease that's inherent in this sport. Yeah, They, they have unbelievably been complicit in – in doing everything they can to try and keep us from yeah. achieving any further benefit from our service in the NFL. Yeah. At all. It's they really, will fight us tooth and nail. Yeah. For people, I mean, for people listening who don't really, you know, you can't, it's difficult to imagine because the NFL is such this like shining beacon of professionalism and, yeah. you know, protect the shield and, yeah. These are our childhood. These are the American childhood heroes. All these guys, and I can't even tell you, man. I, have you ever been to the PA building in DC? Yeah, man, I went there, and because they do this whole tour, right. and they've got this thing, yeah, the players trust. Yeah, right. And 
Well, actually, this is when I was done. Oh, okay. And they invited us there to. You weren't. A, you weren't a player rep. I no. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, when you're but a player remember, rep, they bring you to DC. Right, right. Wine and dine you. Yeah, and I so I I went to this thing. I went to visit the PA building, and I was like, "There's something really off here." Huh? Wonder where that came from. Are we out? No, no, no. My dad was (laughs) calling, but my phone is on uh, airplane, so it shouldn't have come up. But I remember going to the PA building, man, and I'm like, "This is so weird. Something's so off here. People are." They're afraid to ask questions. And, you know, I'm like, I'm just kind of taking it all in, watching this thing. And I was sort of, I was blown away at the, the complete, uh, obviousness of how they're basically, um, not extorting, but taking advantage of players' names and likenesses and selling it. And yeah. All kinds of ways, gummy bears and clothing and all kinds of shit that as a player, you're like, you have no, you have no idea that they're using your name and your face and your likeness and all to sell all this shit. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm just observing and I'm watching and I'm paying, you know, I pay a lot of attention to people's energy and Mm -hmm. how people are. And the main thing out of everybody's mouth was, hey, man. This is your building. We always say we just work here, but this is your place. And oh, I'm like, that is, oh my God. I was like, uh, and my wife, you know, my wife came yeah. with and she's just like storming the castle and asking <laughs> people all the questions. Right. And they don't want to answer no. shit. No. They don't want to answer these tough yeah. questions. No. Nope. Well, how do we get this benefit? Where do we go to go and sign up for to get this? How do we get this? And yeah. it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you doing asking all these questions and trying to find out how you get benefits? And yeah. we're not. Uh, Go to the website. Go to yeah. the website. Well, if you give us your information here, we'll make sure to put you in the system so that you get this. Yeah. And it was so. That was my experience. It was exactly. so weird. Yeah. You know, and you're thinking on it's the exact surface. thing that Gina Shaw said to us in our meeting when I became a rep. Oh. He said. He presented the history of the, the, the union, okay, on a, on a uh, was I, I think it was a dry erase board or something. They, mm. he, he stood in front of it, or he just stood in front of us. It was a new group of guys that were becoming player reps, okay? I don't know when it was, you know, my third year in the league, I became a rep. Mm. You know, I got to a position where I was popular enough. You were drafted enough, in 98. 98. So it was probably 2000 when I became a rep. Okay. Uh, maybe even 2001. And they bring us up there, and uh, we have a meeting at the hotel with Gene Upshaw, a private meeting. And, you know, they get up there, and they talk about the history of where the union came from, you know, when he was a player, blah, 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 and where, where it's gotten to now, you know. Uh-huh. And, I, and, and I, was, I was like, <laughs> raise my hand, right? Hand up. Uh, yeah, Kyle. I'm like, so where are we going? <laughs> That's what I said. I Mike, love that. So where are we going, man? This question. is awesome. I love where you said we yeah. came from. Uh, yeah. I love all this. I Power love all this. Power to the people, dude. I love all this. Where yeah. are we going? This yeah. is awesome. We're going somewhere, right? We're going towards guaranteed contracts, right? Yeah. We're going towards lifetime, lifetime medical health benefits, and, right? Yeah. yeah. Right? That, that's what you, you presented to us here, right? That's where we're headed, right? Uh-huh. What was the answer? Exactly that. This is up to you guys. 
Uh. I was like, at that moment, I realized I'm in a, mo- a, a, a scenario here in, a, in an organization without any leadership. Uh. Zero leadership. Mm. People who put up on a board and say, we have been here. This is where we've come from, okay? This is what we fought for to where we are today. And this is where we know we can go, okay? Mm. We know we can go here. If, you, if we continue to make our way towards this direction, doing this, this, and this, we can go to here. And what that has ultimately entailed only at the end of the day now in 2020, 20 years removed from that meeting, is that what he was talking about is whatever the fuck they got going on. Because yeah. it has nothing to do with anything outside of that building. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the players and our ability to uh, help us. Uh-huh. And and transition us and uh, uh, allow us to get just treatment for our injuries yeah. in post football career yeah. and assistance in uh, other avenues that we thought we were fighting for moving forward uh, that that are available to us. Okay, that, without unbelievable amounts of corruption involved uh-huh. and and you got to grease this guy to get this and that it's not it's just not mm. accessible yeah. unless you know people right is the point of it yeah it is or very if you corrupt. know how to work the system or it's strictly set for the top tier players yeah. and those who they are either afraid of or you know yeah. i i don't know how i'm i mean I guess they, you know, they, they, they may just want guys like me to, you know, always kind of be one foot in, one foot out. Because, uh-huh. you know, I uh, at well, the same time as, you know, like, just like America, it's fucked up. Okay? It's fucked up. <laughs> right. America's fucked up. You know? And I, I, I'm one of those guys who understands the plight of the union and the Americas and, right. you know, these, if I was, you know, politically, yeah, politically, politically and, yeah. and ideology, you know, yeah. uh, okay. Order. We need control. We need yeah. some type of order here. We can't just have chaos and, right. you know, the Chaz, that, uh, this can't be America, <laughs> right? Uh, the Chaz. We can't have Bobcat Goldthwait running the town. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm the head of the police here. Yeah. Police Academy, right? Yeah. Citizens on patrol. <laughs> it's like, fucking what is going on here? Yeah. Right? This idiot. Idiocracy. I, I get it, okay? But to the extent of when we cross these boundaries of denying health care, true health care to people in cannabis, things like that, or their benefits mm-hmm. that they've fought for because there is strictly just this ideology of benefiting the head. Yeah. Benefiting the head, all right? And the head is the thing that continues to hold us back and continues to suppress us, man, to where we are now controlled by the this this thing mm-hmm. we've got to get out of it man I, there's i don't know what what way there is other than cannabis cannabis man period get us back to the heart living from the heart dude nothing has been, made me more free yeah mentally physically spiritually yeah i've never been more felt more f- i feel confined to the world i live in mm-hmm. personally because of the realization of what's truly at at hand here, you mm. know, in many yeah. ways. And, yeah. and you have to accept some complicity in it, you know? Mm. It, it, and, and so I ride this line and I try to be the voice of reason, try to be the person who makes the difference. Yeah. Be the difference. You can't be the difference sitting on one side or the other. Right. You can only yeah. make a difference going down the road of truth. Yeah. Period. And that's down the middle 
of every one of these conversations. Yeah. And I try to stay in that lane. Well, I was just going to say that, man. I think that, you know, watching you, it's been so inspiring because you're not afraid to go in there and talk to the medical officials of the NFL. You're not afraid to go and reach out to, you know, your ex-team doctors or, you know, the fucking chief medical officer of the NFL and get into email discourses with him and say, look, man, I'm not here to... I'm not here to fuck up the system. I'm not here to exactly. to tell you you guys are fucking evil maniacs. I'm here to present the truth of this situation. You know, and that's yeah. so that's what we need, dude. Yeah, maybe you've maybe you just haven't been exposed to it. Right. I, I can accept that. Right. You know, your, your world didn't allow you to expose to this be exposed to this. I to get this it. information. But let me show you this. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Because this is true. This helps people. Yeah. And then, they, uh, yeah, but then they acknowledge it and they go, oh, we know. We know. So now Thank what? you, Kyle. <laughs> they thank me. They send me emails. That was unbelievably powerful. We really just truly wanted to thank you. The random people in the rooms yeah. of these conversations acknowledge this to me. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know what's going on, dude. Uh, it, it, it is beyond me. Uh, it, the world continues to be exposed to me as a fucking movie. You yeah, know, it's, yeah, it's just it a, a fucking it's a movie. It's just a, a fucking TV show. You know, well, just, that's what it seems. And and everybody's an actor. And yeah. if you don't wake up to understand that you have a role to play in this whole thing, mm. you know, and you're only going to change the things that God wants you to change in it. Mm. But you can change things then you're just going to be sucked into this, you know, the yeah. void. Yeah. I, I don't know what any other gonna purpose fall there in is line. to it. I, I, I got to live with some kind of purpose, you know. I'd, yeah. love, I'd love to be one of these weed guys that just sits around and gets high all day and just doesn't give <laughs> a just fuck. just enjoys Just your... plays Call of Duty and yeah. fucking goes around and just whatever. You know, leave my family, my kids, just say fuck it, you know. Like, <laughs> let's just go around. Let's go to, let's go to dab sessions all the time. Let's just, yeah. let's just be cannabis. Let's, yeah. Yeah, fuck the world. I don't, I don't know wanna, how you do I don't want to think about it, you know. I could easily do that, man, but I, I found this medicine. It yeah. allows me to function. It's allowed me to see the truth and live in the truth. <clears throat> yeah. I can accept what it is. I don't care if the fucking world's flat around. I can give a fuck. Right. Why do people care about this? Right. What does that do? For Why does you? what does the diff what difference does it make to yeah. you and your life, whether or not you found out the world was flat or not? Yeah. And that we live under some firmament the Bible talks about, uh. and that it's actually real, and that all that space is is just the next you know deviation of element here we've figured out how to navigate in, yeah. like we did water, uh -huh. and that we're uh, under the water significantly <laughs> with development. And, and under the ground significantly with development and in space with development and all of these things that we continue to progress yeah. yet stuck here on this world as a miracle of uh, a thing it was that each one of us is born. Mm. We question whether or not that can happen again and whether or not we're a part of something greater than ourselves yeah. enough to do anything about anything. Yeah. And yet you and I have seen now a literal transition, a true epic battle that we've been a part of for the last six years. Unbelievably epic battle mm -hmm. to achieve what we have today. If you think for one moment without you, 
without me, without Ricky Williams, without Jim McMahon, without Al Harrington and Cliff Robinson and all these guys and Marvin Washington and on down the line, if it wasn't for all of us athletes standing up for this plant, Mm. it would not have gone any further than it was, period. Mm. It would still to this day be about Charlotte Figgy and her seizures and PTSD. And that's it. And not... And, and the PTSD part of this with the soldiers that, and, and, the, and the kids with all these conditions they couldn't figure out, they, they still was just able to discount this plan. Right. And if we didn't stand up to make this applicable in sports mm. to where it relates to everyday life and everybody else, because that's what sports does, yeah. we, we would still be where we were. Very similar to whether or not anything would have ever happened out here had certain other people been put in positions of power, you know, yeah. that we wouldn't have the exposure of some of the other crazy shit that's going on. Mm. It's been an unbelievable epic battle that's taken place. Yeah, man. You know, yeah, that that's still going on, but it's like, we're weird, weirdly in this kind of uh, hunger games state. <laughs> I, I call it, yeah. I tell my wife, I'm like, we're in the moment now in hunger games where, they send her back to, you know, live in the big house and 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 wait till they need her again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. As soon as I start talking about COVID-19 cures, uh, cannabis cures COVID-19, got on. They go, let's go get him. Let's go get him. They send the USA Today to try to make me look bad. Nope. Didn't happen. Badass article. Fucking killer article in USA Today about cannabis helping people. Uh, LA Times. Let's. They didn't even call me. They literally took fucking words from my mouth on from social media posts and other past quotes and created a, a, an entire article that went in the LA times that they tried to push out there, you know, to make me look bad. That made me look in my eyes and in reading it in the context, an unbelievable positive thing for cannabis. All I'm doing is talking about helping people, mm. um, to then Nick getting me on Dr. Phil show. And yeah, I end Dr. up, Phil. I end up on Dr. Phil show, uh, to where at the end, Dr. Phil is actually saying, well, maybe he's right. (laughs) It's like, what? That's amazing, dude. Dude. And then what happens after that? After they send their best. Okay. They send their best. They send their best to try and defeat you. Mm. All right. They always do. Right. Anytime a, a topic of discussion, because what have I experienced since Dr. Phil? Ghosts. Oh. Ghost, this conversation has gone nowhere. Few people tried to help uh, pick it up and, and expose the truth, the science, the studies. Now it's just random, like, you know, uh-huh. obscure little uh, media outlets that are posting stuff about the studies coming back in on COVID-19. Uh-huh. I cannot get on, not one major, after what happened on Dr. Phil, where I exposed this for what it is and articulate a con- in, a, in an argument quite well, you know, a very valid point to why we should be using this. You would think that would have gotten me more platforms because uh-huh. that's what's happened in the past, yeah. you know, and it did the exact opposite. Yeah. I think they sent their best, their best actually got converted. You know, mm-hmm. I think Dr. Phil and his family and his entire team of people who thanked me profusely for my knowledge and education on this to help talk to the people about this, yeah. that this could actually possibly, I could be wrong about this. Yeah. A guy like Dr. Phil. Yeah. And what happens, dude? Nobody wants me on now. Yeah. Nobody wants to have me on. Yeah. 
None of these major platforms. I've been calling out all these people, dude, more than ever. Yeah. Cowards, you cowards. <laughs> I've been on CNN on this weed episode show. Dr. Gupta sat at my house and acknowledged all of these things and how this could truly benefit this scenario here with COVID-19. He's been unbelievably silent yeah. about it. Not said one word about cannabis. The guy who's the mouthpiece of a show called Weed. Yeah. It has been silent on cannabis well, with all was, the research coming out. Yeah. Well, it's it's exposing everyone. That's crazy, man. Around, crazy know. times. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, dude, I mean, that was... Where we're going with this. No, but, man. Yeah. That was... I think that's where we ended, dude. That's where we ended, brother. Yeah. You just we'll see. keep... You're the fucking beacon of light, Kyle. You too, man. Um, well, you inspire all, me and we empower each going. other. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's what it's about, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When Tom called me up and he said, KT, I need you to help out my boy EB, man. Yeah. I said, I said you're, he said, you're going to love this guy. I said, all right, cool, man. Send him my way. <laughs> he used to do that with me, you know? Yeah. We've had great people in our lives, I think, you know? Yeah, and we totally. just need to continue to uh, develop those yeah. relationships. Yeah. You know, I've since then turned you know him on to CBD more. Yeah. You know, he's using it now. Yeah. Finally. Dude, I've had, I got to tell you, man, I've had so many dudes that are in the league right now yeah. hitting me up oh, on yeah. social media. Yeah, you're young enough. Yeah. But, uh, but I'm some sure. Some of these guys are still there. Uh, and But these are even like young guys, like cats in college are right. hitting me yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, totally. dude, can I talk to you? Can yeah. I, can I, I'm going through this thing or I, I want to know more about what you're doing. And, yep. you know, it's like, okay, this is fucking, this is getting cool now. Yeah. You know, yeah, yep. I've had a lot of those myself, man. Over the years, it's been, it's been awesome to be yeah. able to help. You know? Yeah, and, and then push the needle, man. Look, these college guys—they're—they're—they're they're, they're able to use at least full spectrum CBD now yeah. and not lose their scholarships if yeah. they test positive for marijuana. Yeah, they just yank it from you. Yeah, dude. In the past, yeah, it's crazy. And then you're deemed uh, a fucking yeah. No it affects good. everything. Your draft yeah. status, all these yeah. things, man. Yeah. I got drafted over a guy that should have been drafted over me, Trey Thomas. Trey Thomas was oh, Trey. Uh, yeah, I played with Trey in Jacksonville. Oh, okay. Yeah. Trey and I were ninety-eight, class wow. of ninety-eight, and it w came down to me versus him to be the first offensive lineman taken in the draft. Oh, wow! And it literally came down to him testing positive for marijuana. Ugh. Yeah, how ironic, right? So crazy. I get drafted to the Saints at seven. I don't know if Dicka was going to take. Trey Thomas, uh -huh. he was really, you know, I don't know, cosmically looking back on it and my still attachment to the, the man and yeah. how influential he's been in my life. There's something there. Yeah, yeah, but, for sure. You know, Trey Thomas should have been – he, he would have he went where he went because nobody was projecting an offensive lineman pick till then anyways, uh -huh. till the Eagles. And then I would have went to the next one. Well, that class was stacked. Yeah. Oh, huge. Peyton. Big class. Woodson. Peyton. Uh, hey, Ryan Leaf. Yeah, Ryan Leaf. <laughs> Even though he um, didn't pan out. <laughs> Another dude. Grant Wistrom. Uh, oh, my I mean, God. You know. Uh, Savages, dude. Uh, so many guys in that class. Savages in that yeah, class. Yeah, one of the best classes, I think. Of. Ray Lewis? I don't. Or was, was he the next year? I think he was. I think he I was know 99 or he was 97. I don't know. He was younger than me, I think. He was a little younger? I don't know. Maybe he was 98. I'm going to look. At, I know there were just Maybe savages 97. in that class. Oh, there was a lot, man. Tons of them. Yeah. I mean, the offensive linemen in that class. Uh, yeah. I think Alan Fanica. 
Um, oh yeah. Um, um, who is the center for the Bears? Olin Cruz. Oh, Olin, Olin Cruz was in that class, I believe. Greg Ellis, Fred Taylor, Greg Ellis, Trey yeah. Thomas, Keith Brooking, Takeo Spikes. Yep, that's right. <laughs> Beast, Vonnie Holiday, yeah. Randy Moss. Yeah. Come on, dude. Yeah. All the be- Donovan Darius, yeah. Alan Fanica. Probably one of the best classes of all time. Yeah, it was one of the best of all time. Yeah. Probably the most Hall of Famers. Yeah, a lot. In one, in one first round draft class. Yeah, incredible players, incredible talent coming out there. All, right, all, all those guys, I think, are Hall of Famers. You know, uh, I think Fanica's going in. Woodson's there. Peyton, all these there's tons of guys already in the Hall of Fame, mm. already in, wow. and then you don't get into later. And it, it is, but crazy dude. Yeah, man, crazy times, brother. Well, shit, man. Yeah, let everybody know where they can find you and where they can f- keep following this this movement. Uh, so until I guess I pull the plug and throw my phone in the ocean, it's at, <laughs> you know just punch my name in, Kyle yep. Turley. On Kyle a, underscore Turley. Instagram. Yeah. Twitter? Twitter. Yeah. Kyle Turley straight on Twitter. I think it's just Kyle Turley. And then Instagram's Kyle underscore Turley. I believe so. Cool, man. You can go KyleTurley.com. I got music on there. KyleTurley.com. That that's my music. Um, download all my music uh, online. Got to check out NeuroXPF. Yeah, NeuroXPF, CBD. Uh, NeuroXPF.com. Got a lot of good things coming down the line with that. We're opening up a full-spectrum line. We started THC-free so we could expose that, get it into sports. We then went and you know, had a lot of uh, um, support from other like people like Pylon 7 on 7, youth football stuff uh-huh. that was allowing us the opportunity to um, use it to expose CBD to the youth. Because yeah. that's why we, you know, I created the CBD uh, line that I did based on THC free was because I was trying and am trying to get that into youth football. Yeah. Because that's what can totally save these deaths yeah. and all these things. That could be why, what they're so afraid about is that they'll see a statistical drop in these deaths once this more of this gets out. They won't be able to run from these statistics that will be eliminated, yeah. like death. Yeah. Okay, it's a literal statistic. And um, now we're going to go into full spectrum. Uh, uh, so NeuroXPF Plus is coming out, which is going to have full spectrum CBD from hemp, um, not just uh, isolate CBD, awesome. THC free. It'll be full spectrum. We're going to max out the, the you know capacity of that uh, in that you know allotment of THC that the government allows. Um, and we've got some products that we've worked on with our manufacturers. You know, we go a one source product in Colorado with these people that have been doing this since the beginning, um, a facility and, and operation that is one of only 10 fully licensed facilities. So you want a quality product, uh, you know, that ours is, uh, we're going to go into the marijuana department, uh, neuro XPF neuro nine, mm. uh, and we're going to get into, you know, providing, um, uh, a tincture, one-to-one tincture, and maybe get into some more ratios. But I, I, I think I just want to find a, as quality of a one-to-one as possible in the marijuana side of a tincture um, and then get into Rick Simpson oil mm. um, and expose that to people. I've had an unbelievable experience with Rick Simpson oils. Yeah. Um, and so we're expanding to a full cannabis company, awesome, not just bro. CBD. Um, you know, that gets lost 
in the conversation um, in you know with people that think they're in marijuana and they think oh well you're, you're just trying to get money as CBD no I'm trying to expose uh, the truth here and the truth needs an education from the ground up and the ground up is starting at CBD from hemp in isolate form mm. THC free opportunity for everybody around the country 30 countries around the world that this is offered in that we can ship to and this can start you on your path to health and wellness and then escalate as we escalate our conversation pay attention and listen to why we're doing it because mm. it's all with a purpose yeah. from the beginning stages to adding thc in hemp and then going into the full thc market with uh, neuro xpf for That's the awesome. future so any dispensary that you go into in any state ultimately you know i plan to have neuro xpf cbd in those stores um from your convenience store to your marijuana dispensary um and try to expose these real things as we're allowed to as it moves forward because we can't talk about it yeah. enough we can't expose the true things but un understanding how to use these things will expose it to yourself mm. so more we can do you know uh the more resolutions we're going to have and that's how i kind of insulate myself as far as my brand and my business is concerned my business yeah. model is to just continue to provide a true product yeah quality product that will work yeah and a message and a uh we're not just going to regurgitate the same old stuff into the other lines yeah. every product is going to have its purpose i love it man yeah it's awesome stuff i highly recommend it yeah man yeah if you're looking for cbd go to neuroxpf.com and uh, order online. We've got a lot of great deals. Our pricing is great. Everything has been moving forward. You know, we haven't taken all these loans, gone public, and we're not in $200 million worth of debt. So you're, we're not going away like yeah. some of these companies that you got onto using their CBD and now you can't get it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome, brother. It's important. It is important, man. Um, yeah. Dude, thank you, man. Thank you. It's yeah. so awesome. Yeah, it's awesome to be here, man. It's awesome to always be with you on your journey as well. Keep doing what you're doing, man. I will, brother. We all Thank we, we got to keep being the light, I guess. Yeah. You know, at the end of the That's day. It. That's, That's it. That's it. You got to be the neighbor. You know what I mean? Exactly. The neighbor that makes a difference. Exactly. I try man. to tell people, man, just put a flag in front of your house and see what happens. Uh. More people will put it in front of their house. Yeah. I love Good it. Good or man. bad, for whatever it's worth, man. Yeah. Your family was brought here as slaves or your family fled religious persecution like mine you know yeah. to uh, uh you know and lost people in all of this madness to build this this place is pretty special yeah you know yeah and if more of us start waking up and acting like americans are yeah. supposed to act yeah then we won't have these problems yeah you know and it starts with the mind mm. if people get their minds back they can start realizing the importance of all these things no doubt, that they man. find you know they just find so easily you know to give up yeah like give up my marriage, give up being a dad, give up, yeah. you know, life. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. Dude. Pursuits of happiness. Yeah. All these things that are ingrained in us as Americans that, that we have in front of us yeah. every day when we wake up. Yeah. We, there's no other country in the world that offers what this country offers. Yeah. As far as you getting up every day and going after it. Yeah. I don't care. There's a guy I saw down the beach roaming around in a wheelchair. He created his t-shirt line for himself 
you know, about being disabled. Mm. A, you know, some logo and T-shirt. And he just drives around on his thing from Huntington Beach down to Newport mm. and sells T-shirts and hats <laughs> in his wheelchair. He's totally it, disabled. It's like, uh, you know, in a, one of those automatic wheelchairs. And you can see this guy going up and down the coast on these boardwalks selling T-shirts and hats because he's got hustle. Yeah. He knows when he wakes up in the morning, his disability is not going to win the fucking day. Yeah. That he's going to win the day. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. We got to start continuing to. Yeah. Be Stop that. making excuses. Yeah. Take you control know? of your life. You quit, could do it no quit, matter quit what. Quit giving your time and your energy and your money and your, your efforts to all these things that aren't going to matter more than you cleaning your own house. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. These NFL players, they want to do something. These athletes want to do something. Start taking care of your house. Start yeah. taking care of your community. Yeah. First. Yeah. And then you watch the influence that has out here. How amazing would the NFL truly be with full support from its retired community? Mm. I know. Whoa. Whoa. How much more be money amazing. could they how much more monetization could they truly have through the retired player community? Yeah. In post football career totally. of, of networking and franchising and building companies and all of these things. If they had a retired had a base, retired base that, was, that believed in it, that believed in everything we fought for and because was proud of it. it was shown to them that it, it actually was true, Yeah, that they would get their disability when they were done after they got hurt, yeah. that they would have the league behind them in future life, uh, yeah. uh, that they would get the respect that they would have. How many more people out here in America would have that? How better off would America be if everybody took that same mentality? Mm when they have the opportunity to make decisions in positions of government or positions of unions mm. to understand that, look, we got to make the people happy. And it doesn't happen by just sending them a check in the mail after we make them wear a fucking mask. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's, that's insane. Yeah. That's absurd to have that. Yeah. that that's not going to lead anywhere, but towards uh, uh, a revisit to history that becomes another biblical story. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, who true, for man. who for what? We're here just to for it to just wipe clean again. Yeah. We're just waiting on some biblical. Uh, you, you you people are driving towards some biblical, uh, you know, end of days scenario. Yeah. We're where... just here to survive and reproduce and <laughs> hope that things work out. It's like no, dude. No. No. That's not what God put you here for, man. Yeah. I don't believe that. Yeah. Be a good person. Be the difference. I love it, bro. Yeah. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. All right, everybody. I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did. That was fucking awesome. Um, if you thank you again so much for your support and for listening. If you really enjoyed that and you enjoy everything that I'm putting out here on the Ebb and Flow podcast, please recommend it to your friends, your family. Give a shout out, uh, give a review, rate it on Apple and Spotify. I greatly appreciate that. Um, and until next time, everybody, lots of love to you. Stay in the light, stay positive. As my brother Kyle said, be the difference, man. It starts with you. If you're looking around the room, you're looking around your neighborhood, you're looking around your office, and no one seems to be acknowledging the elephant in the room or the truth that needs to be seen, you start that, man. You be the one to acknowledge it and to be the change. 
Lots of love to you guys. Until next time, I'm out of here. Peace.